Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. We got we're, some shit going on. We're back, Dan. We're back. We are back. You know what? You know who else is back? Who? Uh, well, just us. It's just us. Yeah. I no, was going to say us. Baker, but he didn't show up today. So there's a lot of shit to talk about today. Um, got our first major injury of the season. We, we, we've got a banger of a show here. This is our Fantasy Football 2018 special. How special is it, you ask? Well, uh, it's, it's more special then Casey Anthony's I'm ki- I'm kidding. I always lead towards a Casey Anthony joke for some reason. I got I got to stop doing that in public by the Do way. Do you remember man. Jared was kind of obsessed with her for a while? I I get it. Is it weird I get it? Um she's hot. Well, all men are kind of attracted to a little crazy, you know what I mean? So it's just a matter of finding <laughs> the right amount and I think she might be a little too much, maybe. I don't know. You know where she went after that trial? Because they couldn't find her after that trial. Like, she was in hiding somewhere. And then she popped up. She popped up on Ohio State's campus wearing a Buckeyes jersey. What? I fucking lost my mind. Was she, like, going to school there? Or was she more like Mia Khalifa, who's this fangirling over the football team? Uh, I, I, I think she was trying to attempt to have a normal life in, like, a Midwest city. And she had, like, a Buckeyes jersey on and, like, a wig. Some kind of when hat. you say a Buckeyes jersey, do you mean like the really bad spy novel or spy movies where uh, Homeboy's trying to fit in and he has a brand new New York Yankees hat on pulled down over his eyes? Like no. That style? I, She's it, trying to be un- incognito? It's not one of those. And I know what you're talking about because I got arrested in college two weeks before my 21st birthday by an undercover cop who was trying to to 21, you know, jump street me. And uh, the dude was like fucking late 40s, early 50s. And he had like a flannel on and, uh, and a hat that said, no lie, FUBAR. That was what the hat said, you know? And I was like, in what fucking world is that in the college handbook for you to wear a hat that says FUBAR on it? Right, yeah. I mean, it's like a guy, you may as well be wearing uh, uh, the, the sunglasses or the glasses with the, the fake nose and a hat that says, I'm not a cop. Yeah, just, just put on you know, your uncle's mustache, shave him when he's sleeping and put that on and get on about your fucking day. Uh, we got a big, big show here, kids. Fantasy football special, 2018. Uh, we got a kill. You've got a, a, a killer lineup uh, of fucking mass murderers here. We're, I, we, should, we should call it Team Simpson and Team Hernandez and uh, <laughs> because we're giving away, we're giving oh, away uh, murderous fucking items. The theme of this year's fantasy football is the 1985 Super Bowl champion Chicago Bears. We're giving away two signed jerseys, uh, one from William the Refrigerator Perry, autographed, and uh, one from uh, Mike Singletary, uh, Hall of Famer, arguably the best to ever do it. So we're going to have two leagues. Uh, team Dan and Team Ross in Drinking Bros. You got to You've got to sign up for Drinking Bros. Sports on Facebook, and I, I want to say a week from Friday is when you can submit. And how can you submit? You ask. There's going to be a post at the top of the page that says, "Would you like to play fantasy football?" Of course, you're going to say yes because you want to. You want to try to win the fucking signed jerseys. However, you've got to post a screenshot of you either making the playoffs or winning the championship. In a league, you can't be just like a fucking rookie who's coming in off the streets, holding his dick and balls, you know, hoping on a wing and a prayer to get in. You can't. You got to have some credentials behind you. So starting 
Friday, August 17th, uh, we're going to put a post up on Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. Uh, join the group. Um, and then from there, we'll, we'll look at the screenshots. Dan and I will talk amongst each other and we will set the league. The draft will be held. Ooh, you ready for this? It is, it is in 19 days. Wednesday, uh, 8.30 p.m. will be one. The other one will be uh, on August 29th. The other one on August 29th will be at 7 p.m. So we'll do Dan's draft first and then my draft. And then a uh, winner of each gets a signed jersey from the Super Bowl champion, 85 Bears. Absolutely. Man. And you may, uh, and I, we can't promise this, but Mike Decca may show up. I have no reason to believe he would, but anything can happen, right? Uh, anything can happen. And um, since, we're, since we're talking about Dicka, you know I have a signed Dicka on my wall, right? Oh, shit. Is it like a poster or is it? It's a picture of it? him flicking off the media. And oh, then he boy. signed that, um, which I'm super proud of. That's a big, it's a big deal around these parts. He's 78 right now, and I feel like he's probably still out there punching people in the face. Man, he gives zero fucks, and I, I, ha- I have a feeling like I'm going to be that grumpy when I'm older, where it's just oh, like— Oh, already, I'm already there. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're there. I'm not there yet, but I will be, where it's just like, fuck you. You know, yeah. when you have enough money like that, and you've already—look, you've won multiple championships. You've proved yourself. You're good in this life. Like, he dies, he dies a fucking legend, and that's it. So he doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, well, you know, he's earned it. Yeah, he's earned it. He's earned it. Uh, tonight's guest also is uh, Ryan Jansen from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just signed another monster deal. What's what's with all these guys on our show getting these monster deals, man? Share I don't know, it's kind of like the it's like the opposite of being on the Madden cover, right? So instead of getting injured, you get a monster contract. Yeah, that's so, true. Look, it, if you're a, if you're a player out there and you want those monster deals, come on, drinking bros. Boom! The week after, you're gonna get a fat ass deal. Um, also, uh, fun fact about him: one of few gingers in the NFL. There's not very many gingers in the NFL. Yeah, I feel like uh, it just makes you easier to see. Maybe I don't know. Uh, look, he's got the, he's got the, he had that long flowing red hair when he was with the Vikings. They couldn't afford yeah. him this offseason. Tampa Bay ponied up the cash. And uh, he's ready to play. So he'll be on after this. Uh, but first, we got some sponsors who pay for this whole shit to be on the air. Uh, first and foremost, Dan, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. What's going on in the world of BRCC over there? Uh, we're doing all kinds of fun shit. I'm guessing you guys have all seen the Instructor Earl video that came out recently. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, you know, doing what we do, making cool content. We got some new products coming out soon. Uh, making some changes to our site, to our coffee club, making it a little better for you. So swing on by and check it out. Swing on code, down. Uh, and we got a new promo still, code. Yeah, we're using a new one, huh? New promo code for this show, sports, 20% off, one-time use. They're fucking stingy on uh, Drinking Bros. Uh, they, they really keep uh, Drinking Bros podcast and, and Ross Passion Revolution under a tight leash. Um, we've had the same promo code for a long time in the, in the, well, that's because our fans are maniacs, which is why we enjoy them. Here's the thing though. I get it, man. When you guys come out with new products over at black rifle, like I'm a fan too. Like I go and buy shit. You know, I bought, Oh yeah, me too. Dude. I rung up like fucking $128 worth of shit. I think it was like two or three days ago. Dead serious. I'm not kidding either. I'm the VP marketing for the company and I buy shit like on a weekly basis fucking crazy and people always ask like dude why are you wearing that shit all the time i was like yo just put one of their t-shirts on good luck finding a more comfortable shirt on this planet uh so go to blackriflecoffee.com 
Type in the promo code SPORTS for the one-time use of 20% off. I would highly recommend using it on the uh, Coffee Club of the Month program. Um, that way, the coffee just comes to your house, and that's probably the best savings uh, you can get. Shit, just came to my house today, actually. Uh, I'm a K-Cup guy. They got K-Cups and bags. Do the shit. We call uh, them coffee rounds because, you know, that's kind of how we roll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we've got GhostBed.com. Uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros is where you're going to get it all the dills, 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 dills. Um, look, the finest mattresses on this planet or any other planet. I'm look, I'm willing to say that I talked to Neil Armstrong before he passed away a few years back. And I was like, Hey man, was there anything missing from your moon trip? And he was like, I wish there was a ghost bed mattress on the moon. And I was yeah, like, I'd why heard that actually? Yeah. I was like, what, what are you gonna do with it? And he was like, man, I could have fucked on it, made a little baby on it. Um, and that's a lot of people don't know this because Neil Armstrong didn't do a lot of interviews. That's exactly how he sounds, by the way. Yeah, he sounds exactly like that. I've uh, I've heard him a n- number of times. Yeah, yeah. He goes, um, man, I won't fuck, make a little baby on it. Here's what I, you know, have you ever seen those? And I don't want to get off track here, but have you ever seen those suits they made for people to fuck in space? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are awesome. Imagine being in that suit, which is already padded on a ghost bed fucking in space. Oh, boy. And imagine Neil Armstrong's voice. Just on top of you, straight mish. Just going, man, I won't fuck, make a little baby on this thing. That's, that's, it's uncanny how much like him you sound. I know, it's crazy, right? It's, um, it's making me uncomfortable. Yeah, I, like I do voices on, on Fiverr for people in Neil Armstrong's <laughs> voice. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Um, that's where all the deals are. You'll, you're you're going to find some bundle packages, uh, $100 off a mattress, two free pillows. The pillows are almost nicer than the goddamn beds. And I love the fucking beds, but the pillows are amazing. I've eight, I eight is what I counted. I've eight of those in my fucking house. I've got, I've got six. God, I love those things. Um, they've also got the Craftmatic adjustable bed, the cooling mattress, all kinds of new shit at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And that's deals exclusively to us and our listeners. And that's it. I mean, some of that shit's like $400 off. They also have a pay as you go program, which is nice. So you don't have to buy that shit all up front. Big fan of ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Last but not least is the show that is putting this on the air every Wednesday. Uh, we're talking about mybookie.com. Mybookie.com. Boy, we've had a lot of bets come in and it's look, good luck. Good luck, motherfuckers. Uh, everybody keeps asking me the same question. Like, dude, I can't believe you're Ohio State's bank for the season. Believe it. Um, they do some cool shit over there. They're also doing yeah. uh, presidential bets. You can bet on on uh, Trump getting reelected. Uh, they, you can also bet on Already, the Democratic. huh? Yeah, yeah. And the, I do. You can bet on the Democratic nominee, actually. Kamala Harris is favored one. Bernie Sanders is favored two currently. Um, talked about that on, on uh, yesterday's Drinking Bros show. And uh, that's real, by the way. A lot of people hit me Bernie up. Bernie Sanders like, is going to be like 6,000 years old by the time that election comes around. Fuck, man. Does he, does he even make it to 2020, that guy? I don't know. I, I mean, don't either. He's, uh, he's lived a pretty easy life. But I will say so. this. He's my fourth-rated kicker on the board for uh, fantasy football. So uh, Yeah, I'm taking – I actually uh, – I'm going to go taco from the league style and take a kicker in the first round probably. <laughs> but we, we'll get to that later. Oh, shit. Uh, no, myboogie.com is where you can bet against us all year on, on everything sports across the board. Again, I'm backing all the Ohio State football bets. Um, and I'm also going to be doing some of the Falcons bets as well. So they're, they're allowing me to do the first game that we're going to be at, Dan. Uh, Eagles oh, nice. versus Falcons. And there's already a spread up of that, of four points. So uh, the Falcons are getting four. I feel real good about that. Um, really? 
Yeah, yeah, which is nice. Uh, but but real talk mm. here, like being totally dead serious with you guys. The dope thing about what they're doing is because we're we're new and this is a new sponsorship. I would get in on this fucking deal because it, any deposit between forty dollars and up to four thousand, they will double your deposit with the promo code Drinking Bros. That's that is legit as fuck, man. So like, if you put four thousand in, you're gonna get another four thousand to bet with for a total of eight thousand. Um, I don't know how long that's gonna last, but it's fucking insane that they're doing that. Yeah, it's a really good deal, you. especially if you're gonna plan on being around all season and betting with us. I mean, you want to get that double down. Yeah, right, for sure. Because right I mean, look, we're we're gonna be giving you the spreads and then picks every single week. We already gave you one uh, for college football season. I've I've got Notre Dame uh, beating Michigan. Dan's got the opposite, so you can bet with us yep. or against us. And then of course that Saturday is the Ohio State game. The spread was 35. That's that's up in the air over uh, Urban Meyer. But uh, uh, my little inside uh, tip says that Urban's going to be coaching this year, so everybody can go fuck off. But go to mybookie.com, type in the promo code Drinking Bros, and double your deposit, man. It is fucking dope. We're going to be betting there all year. All right, D'Anthony. Let's let's hop into the fantasy football extravaganza. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Can you hear it in my voice? I got Dan, Dan, you're you've got the fucking uh, excitement of a serial rapist in your voice tonight, and I love it. <laughs> I really do love it. Um, well, well, it's authentic. That's why. Yeah. So we're gonna do uh, because our leagues are PPR leagues. Uh, we're gonna yep. do the, the the PPR uh, standings. I was and, and let me let me preface this by saying this. I've played in. 50,000 leagues probably in the last 20 years. Um, that's no lie. I've even played in celebrity leagues uh, against like Matthew Berry and all that other shit. I originally was a stock standard fantasy football guy. Um, the league has changed over the years where they're throwing more and more. And so PPR became yep. more uh, more exciting. So where it was just like, all right, great. It's fun to root for the, that extra catch, that extra yard. So I switched exactly, to PPR yeah. maybe three years ago, and I, I've never gone back, so I'm not going back to a standard league anymore. Uh, no, I agree. And I, I think about guys like uh, Brian Dawkins from the Eagles back in the day and how many passes he caught out of the backfield and how much different his fantasy numbers would have looked as a player. And there's a lot more of those more versatile guys coming out of the backfield. Oh, Westbrook. I think you're, you're talking about Westbrook coming out of Westbrook, the backfield. I mean, yeah, sorry, yeah. Brian yeah. Dawkins yeah. just went in the hall of fame the other night. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a defensive back. Sorry. Beast, uh, yeah. beast, but, uh, Westbrook, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, dude, you know, Ladanian and all those guys, like, um, the league is just, it's, it's changed and it's gotten funner yep. to, so, uh, you know, you look at Todd Gurley, Jesus Christ, we'll get to the running backs in a second, but let's, let's start with quarterbacks. I'm going to read okay. off the top, uh, 15 to 20 of them here for you. Um, we'll go, uh, you know what? Actually, we'll go 25. Um, and, and I want to get your thoughts on sleepers. So uh, in ESPN preseason quarterback rankings, uh, they got Aaron Rodgers at one from Green Bay Packers. I, I, I got to say I agree with that. Uh, Tom Brady at two. Um, I don't know his fucking age. I don't know how he's going to do this year. Uh, Russell yeah. Wilson at three. Uh, Cam Newton at four. Whoo, that seems high to me. Russell Wilson uh, and Cam Newton seem high. Does that seem high to you, Dan? Yeah, that's weird to me. I don't. I mean, who the fuck is Russell? First of all, well, here I have a theory on some of these picks. Like Russell Wilson is going to get uh, the Seahawks are going to get blasted in the ass all season, so they're going to be coming from behind a lot. I feel like so maybe that's why he's getting a nod up high because he's going to be throwing so many passes. I don't know. Well, when you get blasted in the asshole, you are you're deaf. Somebody's coming from behind. So, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, Word I don't, play. 
I, I don't see it. Um, I, I don't see it out of the Seahawks or Russell Wilson this year. And it was weird last night watching the 49ers game and seeing um, uh, Sherman on the sidelines of the 49ers. And I was like, fuck, man, yeah. I forgot. The Legion of Boom is, is split up too. Yeah, it's over. So I, I, I don't know. Look, I've never loved Russell Wilson anyways as a, as a pro quarterback. He's never been my jam. I get that he won a Super Bowl. On paper, that guy is probably everything you want to be in a leader except for an elite quarterback to me. And I think right. that they've tailored that system after him and how weak he is. Cam Newton at four, the reason I'm surprised over that is his accuracy issues. That came up again this week with Kelvin Benjamin, and uh, Kelvin Benjamin called him out. I like that Cam Newton confronted him last night in that preseason game and said, yo, what the fuck, man, and didn't let him go. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, One of That's the greatest good. moments uh, I, I've seen out of a player because it was like, dude, Cam, Cam Newton doesn't back down from anybody, and I like that. Um, he seems like a, a genuinely good dude. His accuracy issues scare the yeah. shit out of me. Yeah, especially, I mean, um, if, he, if he stays to the outside of the field, you're just looking at, at incompletions, but if he goes up the middle, he throw, those are interceptions, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Him at four is weird to me, and I, him ahead of Wentz and Deshaun Watson is insane to me. That's yeah, because we got we got Carson Wentz at five, we got Deshaun Watson at six. Like I've got both of them ahead of Russell Wilson and Cam Newton. Yeah, Desh- yeah. Look, I agree with that. Carson Wentz is uh, he might look he might miss the first couple of games with that knee. I don't think so. He's looked great in preseason. Um, but Deshaun Watson, man, I had him on my fantasy team last year. I actually drafted him as a backup and not a starter. I had Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan shit the bed last year. And I inserted Deshaun, and I was housing people by like 60 points. I mean, crushing every scoring record you could imagine. I had Deshaun Watson and, uh, and Fuller, Willem Fuller, the, the, the fifth on my team. And uh, those guys were devastating people. Uh, look, when you have Hopkins and Fuller on a, on a team where you can just throw it up like that. Plus, with Deshaun Watson's ability to run, I, I love the guy, man. I, I hope, I'd like to see a full year out of him healthy, and I think he'll be devastating. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. It yeah. Really well. Because, like you, you, I think you mentioned this last week or the week before. Um, those, uh, those guys that play on teams that have receivers that can go down the field and jump and catch balls, even if they're misthrowing. They obviously have a better shot at, particularly in fantasy, right? Um, yeah. So and, we'll see. I mean, does Cam and Russell Wilson do they have those guys? No, they they don't have those receivers. Cam's got look, Curtis Samuel. He's got coming out of the backfield, and he's got McCaffrey. So all of those dump off passes, they count. Um, you yeah, know, they they count That's for true. for obviously passing yards, uh, and then PPR. The, I think those guys are great to pick up. Uh, you know, as running backs. Um, but I, I don't see Cam Newton, you know, having a superstar season again. Uh, he wasn't that fantastic last year. Uh, number seven, we got Drew Brees. Look, Drew Brees is tried and true. Uh, he's going to be there. Yeah, he's a top 10 lock. He's going to be in the top 10. Yeah, and, you know, um, Ingram's out for the first four games from PEDs, uh, and Kamara catches a lot of balls. And that motherfucker, mm-hmm. you can just throw a two-yard dump out to him and watch him run for 80 yards. Uh, yeah. Breeze is, is, is great. He's I th- shit. I think he's 40 years old this year. He's turning 40. Um, but he's going to be there to me in like the fourth or fifth round. Uh, and I, I want to preface this. I don't think any of these guys besides Aaron Rodgers are worth drafting, uh, before the third round. I, I think there's yeah, too many quarterbacks that. and, um, you know, if you're going to sneak up to late, late second to grab Aaron Rodgers, cool. But uh, other than that, there's just too many good quarterbacks in this league that can put up some points yep. for you. 
Um, yeah, if you're picking in the top two and you got the the second to last or last pick in the second round, that might be an okay decision to make. What I what I caution against is um, people are going to see a name like Drew Brees on the board in the late second, and because it's Drew Brees, they're going to take him. But there are a lot of other factors going on. First of all, Watson's probably going to end up putting up more fantasy points at the end of the season. Um, secondly, he's a million years old, so you never know when that – it's hard to know when that diminishing return is going to start for a guy. And sometimes it happens three games into a season. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, don't don't fuck around with those early picks is what I'm saying. Go with the try. Go with the uh, the stuff you know is going to work. Yeah. Uh, number eight, we got Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. Um, I, I love him there, man. I think he's going to have a big season. So I, do I. To, to be honest, I, I'd put him ahead of Breeze right here just because I think, oh, first of all, he's younger, obviously. And he I had agree. A receiver core, but, you know, whatever. I mean, people, I think these guys – uh, with ESPN, I think they rank people based on uh, uh, previous performance, and that previous performance is not always a good indicator of future performance. No, look at Matt Ryan, MVP the year before exactly. last year, fucking in a in a bed, laying in his own shit, um, and making snow angels with it. He was making well, they're not snow angels at that point, but yeah, he was definitely making shapes. It was brown snow. I think I changed brown my snow. the name of my team to that last year. Uh, Andrew Luck at nine. I, me personally, I would not touch Andrew Luck. Um, not only is he coming off a nasty neck injury that he's still unproven from, whether or not he's going to be fully healthy, that that offensive line is still shitty, and yep. uh, most of his wide receivers have moved on. Um, Pierre Garcon, yeah, he's is, lost. Garcon yeah, yeah, is gone. Uh, Dante or Moncrief is gone. Yep, those guys are gone. I. I, I don't like Indianapolis Colts. I don't like Andrew Luck this year. To yeah. have him ranked at nine is really, really high, especially with the guys we got coming after him. Uh, you yeah, got I don't Matt, get that one. Matthew Stafford, one. Jimmy Garoppolo at, at 11, Ben Roethlisberger, and then uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think Mahomes is a little underrated on this list too. So do I. Um, I see him as a top 10 guy for fantasy this year. I, 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 get, a, I get a team name for you that I want to throw out. Because we always have fun with the team names, I'd like yeah. to, I'd like to see somebody name their team. Uh, Jesus is Mahomes' boy. You I know? like that. Yeah, why not? I'd like to see or, that. I'm usually the I'm I, the last couple of years I've been the Monday Night Shyamalans. So that, you okay. know, that that's what the M stands for. In, yeah, uh, M Night Shyamalan is Monday. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Um, but well, yeah, it was I, a licensing deal with the NFL, so. Yeah, I, look, there's a lot of things I do in my spare time that nobody knows about. Um, sometimes I just wear a helmet and jack off. But uh, Mahomes... Wait, I, when you wear a helmet, do you wear a shirt and no pants or a no shirt? What do you wear? No, I, no pants. I, I go jersey mesh, but I go no shoulder pads. Socks, no socks. One sock. Whoa. Yeah. I like it. All right, yeah, I just wanted to get a metal picture there. Let's move on. The other socks got to catch. It's got to yeah, catch everything. I'm, yeah. I'm a goodness up. Then you got a spare sock for the second round too, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Mahomes is it, look. That's my sexiest pick this year for quarterback. Um, I, I think the Chiefs are fucking stacked, and uh, I I don't know, man. I like this kid. I think I think he's going to put up some big big numbers this year. Roethlisberger. He seems like a professional quarterback to me. Yeah, when I look at him when I watch him play. He seems like a prof. Like you know how uh, there are a lot of guys that are very talented, but when you see Aaron Rodgers play quarterback, he looks like a fucking quarterback. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Like he, Tom Brady Tom Brady looks, he walks like a quarterback, he yells like a quarterback, he fucking he he runs, he throws like a quarterback. He just looks like one. And this kid looks like one. They, looks, that may not mean anything, but he does. Yeah. Look, look, whatever your sexual preference is, I'm not going to judge you. Uh, <laughs> but Mahomes is, is is my sexiest pick this year for for quarterback, like outside of the box. Uh, look, Roethlisberger at 12 is fine. He he his away games. Look at his stats for away games. Terrible fantasy wise. Um, Roethlisberger as as a human and as the quarterback of of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look, I predicted them to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm I'm still going to stay by that as long as uh, Antonio Brown is healthy. Uh, I know he's out right now. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, I th- I think he'll have a decent year in San Francisco. I don't have him at number eleven though. That's no, uh, that's high. I mean, I just don't think they have the offense that's centered around him that's going to make that happen. Not yet. I think they'll get there, but it's not this year. Uh, no, they're a, they're a year away. Fourteen is Philip Rivers. Uh, Philip Rivers, look, he's like a Drew Brees to me. Always yeah. solid, but he'll be there around round seven, eight. Uh, yep. You can get Phillip Rivers later. He's at 14 now. Alex Smith is at number 15 for Washington. Steady guy, but you're looking at you know 225 to 250 yards passing out of that guy. Maybe one, maybe two touchdowns. Um, yep. To me, that is that is a, a backup quarterback. 15 is way too high for me. They got Matt yeah, Ryan at 16 uh, from the Atlanta Falcons. I think that's low. I think he's going to have a comeback year. To I did too. Um, second year in that that offensive scheme. Uh, yep. If Steve Starkeesian fucks it up, then uh, look, uh, call, call me. What's what's George Bush? Uh, uh, call me fool. Shame on me. Um, yeah, you fucking shame on me twice then for doing that two years. <laughs> can't in a row. fool me twice. Can't yeah. fool me again. You, you, you can't fool me twice. Uh, because that, that'll be the second year that I've I, I would have done that. But if yep. if Matt Ryan is available in that seventh eighth round, uh, I'll take him as a is a, maybe not my main quarterback, but maybe backup. Uh, Dak Prescott at seventeen. I think this is a, a big big regression year for Dak Prescott. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, this year people are going to stack the box on them and light his ass up. That's what I think. I do too. And they don't have any receivers. Um, yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. And by the way, we had a, we had a, a dust up on the uh, drinking bros sports page. And oh, yeah. uh, there was an angry Cowboys fan. Imagine that angry Cowboys fan. was just like, you don't know what you're talking about in the NFL. So I was like, cool. How, how about we just give you a jangle? So I called him. We're going to play that interview as well. Um, after the Cowboys, he apologized and then tried to explain why the, the, the Cowboys team, uh, was going to be good. He had Cole Beasley as a, as a superstar this year, and it's just uh, they, look they have no receivers. They got rid of Des Bryant. They brought in Allen Hearns. Uh, they got Cole Beasley and then Terrence Williams. That's not going to do it there, kids um, in Dallas this year. Is Ezekiel Elliott great enough that he can carry that team to the playoffs? Maybe we'll find out. But uh, Dak Prescott's got to be a little more accurate, and and now that he's throwing shitty receivers. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, 18, yep. Jared Goff. That is really, really fucking low to me. I, I agree, man. I've got him. I've got him. Uh, and let me tell you, well, first of all, he had 100 rating last year, 3,800 yards, 28 TDs. He only threw seven interceptions, right? And he's going to be throwing to some pretty decent receivers. He's going to be picking up uh, Gurley out of the backfield all the time. I yeah. don't know, man. I, I, I feel like this dude's going to be throwing some... Uh, I think he's going to be throwing some points on the board. I've, I've got Goff in my top 10. Um, yeah, right now, same. ESPN's got him at 18. I've got him in, in my top 10. Uh, look, I had Robert Woods last year. I picked him up, uh, the, the wide yep. receiver. I picked him up off of, off of the waiver wire, and he 
kilt it to me. Kilt it. And I'm saying K-I-L-T. He kilt it for me. And uh, yeah. got me into the playoffs, Robert Woods. That was a... That was a fun year. This is going to be a fun team to watch this year, the L.A. Rams, man. I think they're, yeah, they're yeah, stacked on both sides of the ball. If they I can agree. figure yeah. that contract out with Aaron Donald, um, you know, this this is going to be a wrecking ball of a team this year. Uh, Marcus Mariota at 19 for the Tennessee Titans. Look, I, Marcus Mariota showed me something in the playoffs last year. I think he's really fucking good. I don't think they have the receivers yet for him to be great. But if they, you know, start putting some really, really great receivers around him, I think he could be good. But I look at 19. I'm okay with that. Uh, 20 is is Mitchell Trubisky from the Bears. Um, yeah, I, I'm not expecting too much out of the Bears this year. That's a five win no. team. Uh, no, one's like yeah. I've said before. I, I like Trubisky, and I think he's going to be a, a, a good quarterback someday. It's just not now. Uh, he doesn't have the receivers for it. Tyrod Taylor at 21. Uh, Dan, I'm going to ask you this. I actually think this is kind of high. Yeah, I'm going to ask you this because that that Cleveland preseason game was last night. Baker Mayfield came in um, through two touchdowns. He was 11 of 20 for about 225 yards. Yeah. Yep. How long until the the fans in Cleveland start to to rise up and and demand that he gets on the field? Yeah, we talked about this probably what three weeks ago. We did. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, with LeBron out of Cleveland now, they're they need a hero that's not an Indians player, right? So uh, who's going to be that guy? Is it going to be – if Tyrod Taylor comes out of the gate lighting it up, it may be him, right? But if he struggles at, in, in any way, he's gone. Gone. I think his leash is really short. He was great last night. He was 5-5, five of five, 100 yards, and a, and a touchdown. So uh, he's doing what he can. But I, I think that is that's going to be a homeboy's team anytime soon. And, um, I, I look, Baker Mayfield, to me – I'd like to see him with a full complement of receivers. I, I know Des Bryant is meeting with the Browns next week. Um, if they end up with Des, Josh Gordon, and Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield's where the flyer, where it's just, hey, congratulations. He might be able to chuck it up to three of the best receivers in football and yeah, really put and, some And Taylor kind of had a – like if you're going to bring in – if you're going to go out there and spend the money, if you're Cleveland, you're going to go out there and spend the money on Dez. I don't know what it looks like. He's probably not going to get a huge deal now. He's probably going to get a one-year yeah. 8 to $12 million maybe. Who knows? But probably going to go out there – Probably five. I, w- I would say you know four to five million. Get, now that we're into camp, yeah, he may go even lower. Yeah. So we'll see. But I think uh, if, if you're going to go out there and spend that money, one, do you want a guy that you know has already choked in the playoffs one time, right? Um. And say what you want about Baker Mayfield, but in the postseason he's he's had some success. Uh, he's a cocky asshole, but you know he's he's a quarterback. So is that the worst thing in the world? If he's good in the clubhouse and in the locker room, does it matter if he's an asshole in the field? Yeah, as long as, look, he's, not, look, as, long as he's not getting suspended, right? So pe- people love Baker Mayfield. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I, fucking even Mark Wahlberg was posting about him on goddamn Instagram last night. It's my boy. Oh, well, and I was like, Mark. man, that's a little early, Marky Mark. Uh, well, 22, we got Derek Carr. That is really, really fucking low to me. Yeah, it is. But I don't, how much is their offense really going to depend on Derek Carr? Well, um, they, they got Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. So yeah. th- they're going to have to throw. And uh, they got a pretty decent receiving core and, uh, and tight end sitch. Uh, look, it, last year was a down year for Derek Carr. But, you know, the year before, he looked pretty goddamn good. And with Gruden underneath there, they're going to, with Gruden underneath the hood of that Trans Am this year, um, he's going to want to prove that $100 million contract is worth it. So 
I have a feeling I, you. I know you picked them as one of your sleeper teams this year for Oakland. Um, I have a feeling he's going to be a lot better than twenty-two. Um, yeah, I, he's he's definitely going to be better than twenty-two. I don't I don't understand that pick at all. I, uh, I got him in have, my top fifteen. I got him in my top fifteen for yeah. Derek Carr. Uh, yeah, I see that. Twenty. I mean, he he had a down year. He's still threw for thirty-five hundred yards, right? Yeah, so, shit. yeah. He's he's a he's a gamer. That guy. I like him, man. He, he got beat up last year, but. Uh, I, I he fucking, did get beat up, but if you look at his completion percentage, it was only it was like a point lower than what it was the previous season, right? His rating, uh, and you can go back and look at a lot of these. A lot of the interceptions that he threw were fucking tip passes and shit like that. So, you know, a lot of things can go wrong for a quarterback that makes things look like worse than how it actually was in real life. Yeah, uh, and and he's he's typically been uh, over the last three years very accurate. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I don't know, we'll see. I, I, I think this is going to be a good year for him. I like him better than 22. Uh, tied for 22nd. They've got Blake Bortles. That's exactly where he should be. Um, Jameis Winston is tied with him, who's, look, uh, Crab Legs himself is suspended for the first three games for grabbing an Uber driver's <laughs> pussy. So By the pussy. Yeah, uh, that's fine there. Uh, Andy Dalton at 25. Eh. Look, Dalton is a is a solid. I feel like Andy Dalton is going to be in the league for 15 years he will. and never win shit. Yeah. He'll never win anything, and he'll be in the league that whole no, time. No, and, and just make a shit ton of money. And uh, another yeah. ginger, though. But, yeah. uh, look, Andy Dalton's a solid backup. Any, I, I, I usually take Andy Dalton every year uh, as my backup because on those bye weeks, you know, he's good for 275 and a couple of touchdowns to A.J. Green. Uh, yeah. Nothing, you know, he's never going to put four, 400 up or, or 450 on the board. Uh, but he's solid enough to get you through those bye weeks. Um, Case Keenum at 26. Now, this is another one of my sleepers to me. I, look, we talked about this on the NFL preview show, but uh, I, I think Denver was a quarterback away from doing some serious fucking damage. And Case Keenum was lights out last year in Minnesota. And uh, yep. they've got all the talent there in Denver on receivers. Demarius Thomas is always great. Emmanuel Sanders yep. is always fucking great. Having those two guys with a quarterback in that system and, and Elway help, helping you up from the box, um, I've got him a lot higher than 26. I think that's that's a shitty one for me. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, they don't really have uh, a whole lot going on in the backfield, at least nothing that's proven yet in the NFL. So uh, maybe maybe they stack the box on him and fuck him up a little bit, or maybe they, they drop up back in the secondary and, and dick around. But still, Demarius Thomas is legit. I don't think it matters. Like unless you triple team the guy the whole time, it's not really gonna matter. He's still gonna make plays. Yeah, Case Keenum's a sleeper for me. Twenty uh, seven's Eli Manning. Uh, that's fine. I mean, look, Eli's Eli. Uh, some weeks yep. he'll be the greatest quarterback you've ever seen. Others, um, he's cleaning fucking toilets inside the stadium. Uh, he Ryan looks like Tannehill he could be a janitor, janitor somewhere. I hope so. Um, I, I, he, I'm. I'd love to see. He's already got that janitor look on his face all day long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He like, looks like one. Put put a set of co- coveralls on him and tell me he's not a janitor. It, it's almost like he smelled smelled like horrific shit. Like that face that he always has, <laughs> his resting Eli face. It's almost like he yeah. just smelled somebody taking, uh, you know, a fucking two dollar Jack in the Box taco shit. Where it's just like, oh man, it's two for ninety nine cents. Why did you get two dollars worth? Like that's four tacos worth of shit. Yeah. Um, Ryan Tannehill's after that. I've written off the Miami Dolphins altogether. I think they're going to be the worst team in the league this year. Uh, rounding out the rest of this shit heap is Joe Flacco. Pass. Uh, Sam Bradford. Look, I, if Bradford stays healthy with Larry Fitzgerald, 
anything's possible. I think 30 is probably a little low for him, but uh, how long until uh, you know Josh Rosen comes in and takes his place? I don't know. Uh, Josh McCowan for the New York Jets, fuck off. Uh, the Jets are going to be probably second worst to the Dolphins. It's going to be a real dogfight for who's the worst team in the league between those two. Yep. Um, and then you got the Lamar Jackson and then uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, Sam Darnold and and you know the rookies of this year. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's what I I ex- expect to see in a lot of leagues, and I don't know if you'll see it in ours because uh, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of haters in the uh, in the Drinking Bros community with regard to Mayfield because he's such a dick. But I can see people taking him for their backup quarterback and just kind of waiting it out, or at least a third, just like seeing what happens. Because I think, like we said, Taylor's on such a short leash, and when Mayfield comes in. Uh, he's gonna. I. Th- he's a talented guy, right? And he's gonna have some serious fucking receivers to throw to. He could put up some big numbers pretty quick in the season. I'm not saying I'm gonna take him because I'm not, or maybe I will. We'll see. But yeah, I, can, I If somebody, if somebody took him at number two just to get him off the board, and then took it bat their backup, their standard backup at at their at three, I I would see that as a decent move. I can understand the logic behind that move. Well, look, I've been look, I've been playing fantasy now for 20 years. This is my 20th year in the league as a professional. Um, look, is there a statue built outside of my house? You you bet there is. I'm I'm a fucking winner, and that's all that matters. In my 20 years, is the I can, statue is it Vandenham? What is it? No, it, it's obviously me. Uh, I, I'm air drying. I've I've obviously just come out of the shower. Um, I don't yep. use a towel and. So there's a lot of beads of water coming off me. And, uh, and then the dong is to scale, obviously. Um, I had to get a, a sculptor from, from Europe to do, to do that. But uh, that was worth the extra, extra money. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice. I'm looking off in the distance, 1,000-yard stare, uh, thinking about my grandfather. Um, you, you get the whole drill. Um, and I can tell you this. In that 20 years of, of being a fantasy football, not only legend, but uh, five-time champion, um, someone, someone, no matter what, is a diehard Browns fan in every fucking league I've ever been yeah. in for 20 years. Yep. And they will take Baker Mayfield probably in the fifth or sixth round. I guarantee oh it. Oh, my God. And there will be no exception this year for that. Um, that is my promise to well, you. Well, here, do you think, I mean, we're so, for those of you who don't know, uh, in the two leagues that Ross and I are doing, uh, you have to be able to demonstrate that you're a champion, Right. Right. And I say that because do you think people who have won leagues before are going to make a decision like that? Yes, and I'll tell you why. In a PPR league, a quarterback's touchdowns are only worth four points, and you get yep. running yards. Um, Baker Mayfield scrambles a, a, a little bit, so he's, he's going to grab you a, a couple extra points on those running yards. I still think one of these slap dicks is going to move up to, to fifth or sixth round and grab Mayfield. I, and look... I'm going to keep an eye on these drafts. I'm, we might even go Facebook Live for these just so I can call out whoever the fuck it is who picks up Mayfield in fifth or sixth because I know, you know it's going I, to be someone. I know it. I think I'm going to make myself available for your draft just so I can shit talk fucked up picks that happen in real time. Uh, it'd be great. It'd be great. And you can do that on, the, on these draft boards, which, which is awesome. Last year's yep. got pretty fucking heated. It was great. Um, Lamar Jackson is the last one I'm going to bring up to you. Uh, I know I know people are excited about the shiny new object. I'm not sold on Lamar Jackson as a starting quarterback in this league. If you are going to pick him as a backup and you know possibly a sleeper, make sure it's your last round pick. And uh, the only thing you'll probably get out of him is a, a, a fuck ton of running yards. So I, look, it's not a it's not a bad flyer in your last round, but don't don't go hog dick trying to get him in an earlier round because he'll be there. 
Well, he went seven for eighteen in his first preseason game. So, I, look, I watched that game. Um, he didn't look that great when he ran the ball. No. He looked great, but you know, I, I was the one who was saying last year that he probably should have stayed a year in college, one more year, and then you know, gone ahead and pushed on out to slot receiver. But uh, yeah, he did not want to do that. So um, I don't look Flacco to me could be a good quarterback. He hasn't had receivers ever on that team it feels like baltimore has never had an offense ever in the history of of the baltimore ravens it, it feels like it has been a, just based on defense and defense alone with ray lewis and suggs um it feels like they've spent zero dollars besides flacco on offense and um i don't know i don't know how good he he could be you know you put him on a denver what do they do yeah maybe maybe yeah, it reminds they me kind of two or three super bowls yeah yeah who knows he, he reminds me of uh nolan ryan who's one of my heroes. Uh, so Ryan, Hall of Fame pitcher, struck out uh, 5,000, like 5,700 people, um, like 1,000 more than anybody else. 319 career ERA, but his record is 324 and 292. He lost 292 games because he played on garbage teams his entire career. Terrible teams, yeah. Yeah, terrible teams. Uh, he should have gotten one more victory, though, for beating the shit out of Robin Ventura. Yeah. Oh, Robin Ventura, you stupid fuck. Still the, that was still the greatest uh, Major League Baseball fight I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's, wait, it's uh, like Bo Jackson was involved, Pudge Rodriguez. It was great. Great. Uh, great across the board. Now we're going to move down to the running backs. Here's, here's where the raw sex starts because this, this, this is the top of your draft. This is going to go on for two rounds, and uh, we've got a stacked we've, we've got a stacked class this year. We haven't had this many great running backs in a long time, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, number one, we've got Le'Veon Bell. Um, look, I, he's number one across the board in everybody's draft, not only for his running ability, but his his pass catching ability. And yep. this guy's a fucking beast, man. Playing against him year in and year out. It feels like every week this guy hangs fucking 40 on you and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, he's one of the more consistent fan guys. I mean, that's why he's at the top of pretty much every draft board you're going to see. Well, he's not a punishing running back. You know, he's got yeah. that stutter step and he takes his time and waits for the, the play to unfold, which essentially he's, he's created a new path for running backs that you don't have to just put your head down and smash people. Like... um a completely different style of player that we haven't seen uh, in the likes of many, many years in this league. Reminds me of, of a Barry Sanders in the way he'll just yeah. wait back and then cut and destroy these people. Um, I don't have a problem with him him at one, not only as a running back, but in the top of your drafts. Like, if you're going yeah. safety first, um, you know, which, look, I used to do that a lot of years before getting married with Magnum condoms. And uh, my Magnum condom is... Is Le'Veon Bell. If I'm if, I, if yep. I'm trying to go in the hole at one, I'm going Le'Veon Bell. I think. Uh, are you with me on that? Yeah, one? he's absolutely. If 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 you take anybody other than him as the first pick in the draft, I think you're making a mistake. Same, same. Uh, number two, we got Todd Gurley out of L.A. I got no problem with that at all. Uh, nope. To me, shit, he he could be the next Le'Veon Bell. His pass catching ability is amazing. Um, that, that Rams team is stacked. Uh, he had a great year last year. He won a lot of people, their fantasy championships last year, uh, had yep. one of the best stretches to, uh, to, to end the season that I've ever seen in fantasy football history. Um, two, two is th those two are, are right on the money. Yeah, I agree. There's, uh, they're one, two and fantasy. No, no question. Uh, Gurley is going to, uh, just the team that he's on this year. And again, the Rams are my pick, right? So, 
Uh, I think Gurley's going to go wild this yeah. year. Yeah, I, 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 I did be, too. I did too. He's going to be getting a lot of late touches um, against defeated teams, and you know how that works. So I feel like he's going to put up some monster games. He's going to run them up. Uh, number three, we got David Johnson. This broke my wife's heart last year. She she picked Johnson. She had the first pick in the draft and picked him at one. He played maybe three snaps before breaking his fucking wrist and was out. Um, he is in a contract year. I don't know how great Arizona is going to be. They have they have Bradford. They've got Fitzgerald. Uh, ugh, boy, this is a tough one, man. I I, I yeah. don't know how he's going to do um, this year. What what are your thoughts on David Johnson at three? Um, I think he's a downhill runner. So somebody like that always has a pretty good opportunity, even if your offense isn't great. Um, so you know maybe we'll see. It, I, for me, it all depends on what Bradford does because if they're going to be able to stack the box up on this guy, then he's going to get fucked up. Uh, like he'll put up decent numbers, but not number three in the draft numbers. Right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a tough one. That's dicey to me. Uh, you got Ezekiel Elliott at number four. Look, I, Elliott's a fucking beast, future Hall of Famer. Um, I, I agree with that at four. Uh, I also agree with you that they'll probably stack the box, but he's he's good enough to – to to run through him, he did it in college, and um, you know he did it with his ex girlfriend. So uh, I have no reason to doubt him at four. I, I think that's fine. Um, uh, Alvin Kamara, God damn it, this guy's good. He is fun to watch, is he not, Dan? Very fun to watch. He's he's one of the, uh, in my opinion, one of the funnest guys in in football to watch right now. Uh, Same. I tall like for a running back, he's five ten. I mean. But he, he's so uh, laterally agile. I love watching the dude run. He can catch the fucking ball, too. He also looks like a rapper Young Thug, which I like. Big young, yeah, a little bit. Big Young Thug yeah. fan. Uh, number so six. From a fantasy, wait, 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 wait. For, from a fantasy perspective, this guy caught 81 passes last year. Yeah, yeah. I, he, beast. He, rookie of the year. Um, that is got, ridiculous. He's amazing. Uh, Alvin Kamara is amazing. That, that, I have no problem with that at five. He, he's fantastic. No. I don't give a shit when Ingram comes back. Uh, he's still at five, and he's going to be sexy as hell. Uh, yep. Six. This is this is your pick, uh, Saquon Barkley. Boy, I know it from like my masters is from uh, Penn State, so I know a little bit about that culture. These, they're Penn State's uh, similar to the Browns. Not that they have like a losing history, but there's always big time homers. Somebody's going to take this guy first. I Somebody's I, I can see him round. going three. Yeah. Like, I can see somebody bumping up. I, I can't see anybody taking him ahead of Le'Veon Bell and Gurley, but uh, I can definitely see somebody, some homer, coming up to take him at three. And, you know, to be honest, first carry of the NFL season preseason last yep. night ripped off a 39-yarder, and God damn it, did he look good. Um, no, and it, it wasn't a cheap 39 yards. He put a, he put a little little move on. I mean, he looked really good. Yeah, he put a, a lot of sex on it. Uh, yep. He looked good. I, I'm I'm fine with him at six, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I like that. Uh, seven is Kareem Hunt. Now, I drafted him last year. Um, I didn't, you know, it was before uh, the guy ahead of him got hurt, Spencer Ware, but uh, Kareem Hunt fucking Do you remember balls. what round you drafted him in? I did. I, I, I believe I took him in the ninth round last year. And uh, Balls That's a good pick. The first five, six games of the year, Kareem Hunt, amazing. Uh, shit the bed for the next six Last five, he brought it home down the stretch, and uh, I, I look. I think he hit that rookie wall, but uh, this year he's done under his second year. He's got Mahomes, he's got uh, Tyreek Hill and the boys. 
I think he'll be putting up another sweet, sweet year. Um, great player. And, uh, yeah, I have no problem with him at, at seven. I, I would take no, him ahead good. of David Johnson, I think. I, you know, I would too, and the reason is because uh, caught 53 passes last year. So um, in that in that PPR league, yeah. that's an extra 53 yep. points, Holmes. Um, yep. That's Holmes. looking good. Uh, eight at Dalvin Cook. I don't know. Look, uh, Dalvin Cook was great before he you know blew out his ACL. Is yeah. he going to be back and playing at full strength and and healthy and able to put up numbers of, of the eighth running back in the draft? Maybe. Uh, I wouldn't take that that chance on him, me personally. How about you? No, not really. I mean, he hasn't. Frankly, he hasn't proven himself in the NFL yet, in my opinion. So no, think, but but I, look, I think he's kind of high on this list. Yeah, when he did play, he was great. Um, so oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I look. I, I hope the best for him because he he was a fun player to watch. But I, I if I'm you know if I'm in that first round of fantasy and the eighth the eighth pick comes down to me and it's Dal- and Dalvin Cooks on the board. Everybody's gone running back. I I, I pass on that. Um, yeah, and I'll same. I'll go to these these guys heading after him because you get Melvin Gordon at nine and Leonard Fournette at ten. Fournette, I love. I fuck. I, I have him a lot higher than ten. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I I think he's ahead of Cook for sure and Gordon for sure. Yeah, Gordon had a uh, lot of maybe- touchdowns last year, which I think bumped up his. His uh, numbers, but uh, we we took a little heat for sleeping on the Chargers this year. Look, the Chargers have never even made a Super Bowl, so I, no. I, I can't, you know, I, I can't have this discussion about the Chargers. I, when I say make a Super Bowl in the Philip Rivers era, which you know he's been quarterback for right. ninety years at this point, um, I don't know that Philip Rivers is the guy to lead a Super Bowl team, and I don't know that Melvin Gordon's a big enough, strong enough running back to withhold a punishment. If I'm looking at a guy who gets injured early on, um, you know, somebody, it happens to somebody every year. Happened to Dalvin Cook last year. Uh, Melvin Gordon's one of those guys who's smaller. And uh, if he gets hit, it's a good night, sweet Charlotte to him and the, and the, and the Clippers or the, uh, yep. the Chargers. Same team, essentially. Basically the same team, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's both LA's teams that they just don't care about. Uh, yeah. I want to do an over under on attendance. For the Chargers, boy, for this year. good Let's, luck. Can we, can we can we look into that? Yeah, you can set that at twelve thousand, and then uh, <laughs> take the take the under every game, and you're fine. Yep. Uh, the only reason they, they they sell any seats is because of the visiting teams there. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, at number eleven. Um, look, he was, I get it. I get I why he's here yeah. and not higher. It's because Cam Newton is is inconsistent. I get it. If he if he he's such a good uh, pass catcher, if he if he had a better quarterback or not better but a more accurate quarterback, I would have him way up the list. But I like where he is right here. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. Devontae Freeman at twelve, that's a little low to me. Um, yeah, same. And he, I think it's the same way. Nobody has any confidence in Matt Ryan right now. I get it. Yeah, I, I look, I, I understand, but I, I think he has a big bounce back here, and uh, uh, I like Devontae. I, I would I would put him probably at eight or nine. Um, on my list uh shady mccoy at at, it's uh 13 i don't know he's hitting 30 this year um you know he sent some people over to uh rough up his girlfriend get his jewelry back um and and i don't look josh allen to me uh was one of my favorites going into the draft i don't know i don't know how he does this year uh rookie quarterback lashawn mccoy lashawn mccoy will be getting the ball a lot you know that he will be getting the ball a lot. The problem that I see last year is 29 year. Uh, he had the lowest average uh, per rush of his career. Yep. 
So what does that mean? He also had the lowest, uh, uh, not the lowest, but the second lowest receptions of his career, I believe. So, yeah, I, to, I to me, I, I think uh, he's on his way out. Uh, you know, this year next. Um, I was wrong. I was wrong about that reception thing. He did okay last year, but his running slowed down quite a bit. Yeah, I, look, it's, to me, it's that wall of thirty. There's nothing you can do. Father Time is undefeated um, against running backs in the league. Fourteen. Well, that's your Emmett Smith, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fourteen with uh, Jarek McKinnon at San Francisco. I, no idea. No fucking idea what Jarek McKinnon is going to do in San Francisco. I, honest, I, I honestly don't give a shit about San Francisco. Anybody on that team. <laughs> I, just, I don't care. Well, from a fantasy perspective, we, we've got to run down the list, obviously. But uh, ugh, Jer- Jarek McKinnon is rough at 14 for me, especially when you got Joe Mixon at 15. Mixon, yeah. And, uh, and 16, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard's fucking awesome. So is that uh, Tariq Cohen kid. Um, yeah. So I look. I love the Chicago Bears running backs. I, I've got them way ahead of of Jarek fucking McKinnon, but uh, uh, who knows? We'll see. They got uh, Kenyon Drake at uh, seventeen for Miami, um, and now now is when you're really starting to reach here uh, in the draft as far as running backs. Uh, you got Rashad Penny from Seattle. Good fucking luck with that. Uh, Jay yeah. Ajaje uh, for Philadelphia. Look, he's he's always solid. Uh, LeBlunt. Uh, Garrett LeBlunt's out of there, um, or fucking LeGarrett Blunt is out of there. Smoking yep. LeBlunt is what I've been doing tonight. Uh, he's out of there, so look, he might have a good year for Philadelphia. I got him ranked a little higher than 19. Uh, Alex Collins out of Baltimore. That was you know everybody's fan fave to pick up off the waiver wire last year. It's Baltimore. Who fucking knows what you're going to get out of that? Uh, but if you're yeah. in, in desperate need of a starting running back towards the end of the draft, that's not a bad pull. And then they got Derrick uh, Henry at 21 from Tennessee. That, that to me, is uh, that's a little low for Derrick Henry. I, I think he does all yeah, right this I year. Think a, I think a couple of these are a little low. And I know that um, the league isn't always up on rookie running backs, but there were a couple last year that really lit it up. One, I believe, that you drafted. Right? Oh, so, Kareem Hunt. You're, you're, you're yeah, goddamn so, right. Look, every like year there's Ron, a good Ronald rookie Jones, running back. Yeah. Yeah. So who's it going to be? Ronald Jones, Royce Freeman? I mean, I – there's a there's so many guys out there right now, and those guys lit it up in college, right? Yeah. Uh, one of it, it's a lot easier to judge if a running back is going to be good in the NFL versus college than a quarterback, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And I think both of these guys are going to be legit. I don't see any reason why they don't both have good seasons this year. I'm I'm surprised to see them that low. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's because they're rookies. That's a tough call. Uh, Twenty two. Lamar yeah. Miller for Houston. Look, I'm never taking Lamar Miller. Um, that's an 80-yard guy, 20 touches, and uh, and maybe a touchdown. Uh, he's look. If you're in a desperate spot at the end of the draft, fine. Uh, Dion Lewis is is uh, now at Tennessee, and he's backing up Henry. Uh, could that that could be a sleeper pick out of him? And then Mark Ingram. Don't just just remember he is suspended uh, the first four games of the year. But if you want to stash him on your bench and draft him in the in the later rounds, uh, that's fine. And, uh, you know, rounding out the list, you, you, you got Marshawn Lynch at 29. He's fucking old. I don't know how much he has left in the tank. I'm not even sure how they plan to use him, to be honest. So that's, to me, that's, uh, that's a wait a couple of weeks and see what happens kind of situation. Yeah. T- we uh, t- we t- have no, who knows what Chucky's planning down there in, in Oakland. So exactly. Uh, Tariq Cohen at 33 is really low. Uh, gra- go up and get him. He was great last year and, and, and looks like a sexy player. Uh, Tevin yeah, Coleman think, at 34 is a nice handcuff for uh, 
Devonta Freeman. So uh, don't yep. shy away from that. And then uh, this this carry on Johnson for Detroit. People say he might start. So if you're looking for a starter in the later rounds, um, you know, take a flyer on him. Uh, he might be able to do something. Nick Chubb in Cleveland too, uh, and then Sony Michelle in New England. The the two superstars out of Georgia. Uh, are both playing, and uh, look, they were amazing in college. No idea how they'll do in the pros, but, uh, you know, as a late-round flyer or a first-week waiver wire, you could do worse out of those guys. So uh, that'll sure. that'll round out our running backs. Um, and now let's, let's switch it on down to the wide receivers. Uh, these are my faves, by the way. I love receivers. I've been seeing a lot of people take wide receivers in the first round uh, in mock drafts this year, like a lot, like more than you'll, – you'll see one – Maybe two. Sometimes I've seen a lot of three and four wide receiver draft picks in the first round this year. So look, uh, you 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 usually can't go around the last three or four years with Antonio Brown. He's number one on ESPN's rankings. Uh, you don't. You're not wrong if you take him in the top five. Um, he has been special, and not in like a fucked up way, but in a in a gentleman who is a, a fine pass catcher. And God damn it, that guy knows his way around a haircut better than Fantastic Sam. Um, himself he's always got something magical on his on his dome for uh for the opener and uh he's great so i look no problem with you taking uh, antonio brown in the top five um maybe even three. no that's a good pick that's a good pick i mean that's all about uh you know what you're going to do in the later rounds are you going to go heavy you know on running backs in the later rounds because ultimately it's about the total number of points you have not the number of points you have from one player yeah yeah uh, we got DeAndre Hopkins at number two. Again, I lo- DeAndre Hopkins is one of the most underrated receivers in the league. I, apparently, he's not this year. But if he if he has a healthy Deshaun Watson all year, uh, yep. and now that DeAndre Hopkins is dating uh, Iggy Azalea, um, oh, whoever boy. Iggy Azalea dates athlete wise, they usually have a great year. Look at look at Swaggy P. Um, yeah, he had a great three point shooting year at least. Yeah. So uh, DeAndre Hopkins at two. I get it, man. Um, fuck. If you, yeah, if I can. I can see him as a top ten pick too, not just for wide receivers, but top ten in the draft for sure, man. If you're able to pair up DeAndre Hopkins with Watson, have fun. That's going to be a blast of a season just to watch those guys. Yep. Uh, Julio Jones at three, tried and true. Um, look, Julio had three touchdowns all of last year. It was shitty in that department, but you know he put up a, a fuck ton of yards and catches. Yep. So. Um, I'm a little surprised, not because of him or his talent, but because of how uh, how bearish everybody's being on uh, Matty Light that he's number three yeah. ahead of uh, Thomas and Beckham, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think, we'll, we'll see if Matty Ice can get him the fucking ball in the end zone this year. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing he's missing, to be honest with you. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. at four. Uh, this one broke my heart last year. So I, I uh, my wife picked up uh, David Johnson in the first I, I, mm-hmm. I drafted Odo Beckham in the first, and both of those guys gone, season-ending injuries. Uh, had Odo Beckham the, the previous two years, and he did not do me wrong. Uh, no, he's still a good pick at four, despite the injury. Yeah, he's uh, look, he's always great. It's whether or not they can actually get him the ball, but he is he's well, one of the Saquon funnest. Saquon Barkley's in the backfield now. There's no – and. I think all that works together. I hate Eli Manning. His face makes me want to rage out and attack him, to be honest. But uh, with Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham, I think maybe there's something going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like I like uh, OBJ. I believe in him. Uh, Michael Thomas yep. at five for New Orleans. Michael Thomas is great. Drew Brees is there. Yep. He's going to have a fine yep. season. Um, 
five might be a little high for Michael Thomas, but we'll I think see. it's a little high. Yeah, but I mean, you get you get points for having Drew Brees throwing to you. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Keenan Allen at six. Look, I, that's that's the the Chargers wide receiver. Yep. Again, man, I, and I to any Chargers fans out there, I apologize. Um, but something weird always happens to this team, and there's always a weird injury. Uh, Keenan Allen was the year before. He had a he had a fantastic year last year, um, and he is a yep. great player. Um, but he's he's small, man, and he can get hurt easily. I don't know yeah, if I mean, he, he duplicates last year. He missed half success. of 2015 too, right? Yeah. So he missed pretty much all of 2016. Missed half of 2015. So yeah, he's uh, just he's a small guy, man, and then uh, he gets lit up. He gets lit up. Uh, AJ He's listed Green. as six two two eleven. I don't. There's no fucking way. No, no, not not one prayer to see that big. Uh, he's he's probably one eighty five and about six feet. Um, AJ Green at seven. Look, you can never go wrong with AJ Green. He's always fucking no. solid. Andy Dalton's <laughs> solid. It, uh, look, it's never going to be the sexiest pick ever, but it's a, it's a good safe pick. And uh, AJ Green's not going to let you down. Uh, Devonte Adams at eight. Um, look, Aaron Rodgers is slanging the ball around. Devontae Adams is great if, if he can stay out of concussion protocol. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, and now that Jordy Nelson's gone, he's the guy, right? So he's... He is the dude be, this he's, year. Yep. There's going to be a lot of balls thrown his way. Yeah. Not so just at the strip club. I don't mind him. Exactly. I don't mind him at eight. Uh, nine, Mike Evans, Tampa Bay. Mike Evans has the talent to be one of the greatest receivers in the league. However, he's on a team with Jameis Winston as your quarterback. Uh, and now that he's missing the first three games, it's going to be Fitzy. Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing to him. I don't, I don't take him at nine. Um, I, I, I just don't. I, I maybe take him around uh, player 12, but not nine. I, I, I would say 12 is even too high just because who, who the fuck? Like it's, you don't even know who's going to be throwing in the ball by week two, three, four, five, six, right? Yeah. Like I think when, if, if, if Fitzpatrick has a good season and he's going well and, and uh, they don't like Winston's attitude, I don't know if he even sees the field again. I, th- I think they just cut him, to be honest. Like, what's the point with that guy? I, 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 my prediction is this. I think uh, Jameis has a mediocre year, and then they get rid of him at the end of the year. I saw that Nike didn't pick up his deal. So Yep. So who picks him up then? Anybody? You know, he could be a backup somewhere, but uh, we'll see how this year plays out. Um, look, he's always better than Kaepernick, so um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least he'll stand up on those crab legs uh, for the yeah. national anthem. But uh, Thalian, Adam Thalian, it's uh, number ten. Uh, Jesse yeah, I, had him I last see, year. I see him ahead of uh, of of Evans. Same. Uh, sure. He was fantastic last year. The hands on that guy. Yep. are amazing. And uh, with Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball, watch out. Him and Stephon Diggs, again, man, if Dalvin Cook stays healthy, that is a sexy team again up in Minnesota. Yeah, it really is. And uh, that'll, be a, that'll be a fun team to watch. Um, but I, I love him. I loved watching him play last year. Guy caught about 2,000 balls, it felt like. Every ball went to him, and he never dropped a pass. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald at 11. Look, Fitzgerald's always solid, uh, regardless oh. of the quarterback. You know, he's the one guy who's had to play through shitty quarterbacks and then, you know, Kurt Warner coming in, uh, like you name it. He's, he's been great through all of it. I have no reason to, to think that he's on a decline, no matter if it's Rosen or, no. uh, every, or every year, I think like, this is it. He's going to start fucking 
That's you know start going downhill, but every fucking year he catches a hundred passes. So what every you year, do, man. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna bet against him this year. Uh, no. I am gonna bet against Doug Baldwin though at twelve from Seattle. Look, yeah, I agree with that. I, spot- I don't think Doug Baldwin is in Seattle by the end of the season. I think he gets traded. Yeah, I look Doug Baldwin uh, in Seattle. Uh, look, it's it's kind of their only option there. Um, I get burnt by him a couple times, but I, I, I'm not certainly taking him at 12. No way, because you got they got Tyreek Hill at 13. Tyreek Hill is sexy to me. That is, I, I'm I, to me personally, and this is a bold statement. I'm going to take him at fifth, fifth or sixth. Tyreek Hill. Wow, really? Simply for the fact of uh, not only does he catch a lot of balls, but he is the punt returner, and he had like nine nine hundred punt returns for touchdowns last year, and you get those points for that. Yeah. That's a lot of uh, returns. Yeah. You get those points, and, uh, you know, he's been in the system now for a while. I think this is a – I thought last year was a breakout year. I think he, he has an even better year this year uh, if he stays healthy. I'm a big, big Tyreek Hill fan. Uh, T.Y. Hilton at 14 for Indianapolis. Look, draft him at, at your own risk at this point. Um, Andrew Luck is his quarterback. Look, if, if Luck has a great year, T.Y. Hilton has a great year. If Luck has a exactly. shitty year, T.Y. Hilton has a shitty year. So, I don't know. I, I, it all de- depends on the, on the health of, uh, of Shrek's neck up in uh, Indianapolis. Yeah, we'll see. He's got uh, that forehead. That's, that's a legit forehead. Boy, that's, 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 you could carve a, a fifth president on the side of that forehead. Yeah, I think he might start working for Geico once he starts, uh, stops playing football. Maybe, maybe. Uh, 15, we got Demarius Thomas from Denver. Look, Demarius is great. He's finally got a good quarterback. I like him higher yep. than uh, than fifteen. I, you can, yeah, he's top ten for me. Same. You can throw uh, Baldwin and Evans down that list and move up Demarius Thomas to me. Uh, yep. Sixteen, Stephon Diggs, no problem with with Stephon at sixteen. Uh, Seventeen, Amari Cooper. Uh, uh, look, Amari Cooper's capable of putting up better yards than than seventeen. So we'll find out. Uh, I know that again. I know that is your sleeper team for the year in Oakland, and uh, I, I believe in Amari Cooper. I, I do. I think he'll, he'll be better I than do. seventeen. Yeah, I think Jordy Nelson's going to have a good year in Oakland too. Um, but and Jordy Amari Nelson, Cooper. by the way, is is on ESPN is not even listed in their top fucking thirty five, which is yeah crazy I, actually, to me. Uh, Let me cr- see where he is. Crazy to me. Because you got, you know, running down this list from here on out, you got... Uh, yeah, he's 46. Allen Robinson from Chicago. Don't agree with him at 18. Uh, no. he's Look, they just don't score a lot of touchdowns there. Uh, Golden Tate tied for 18 at Detroit. I'm fine with that. Jarvis Landry at 20. I'm fine with that. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is super hit and miss for Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. He can have a great game. I could actually... I could see Jarvis Landry going up the list a little bit, depending on that situation. Same. But, depending upon who their quarterback yeah. is. Um, yeah, we'll Michael Crabtree for Baltimore. Look, that that's Baltimore's only wide receiver since Des yeah, Bryant turned a, down that deal. So, that's a, uh, it's that's fine. That's a black hole out there. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, that's that's a late-round flyer to me. I, I, I don't like him at 22, though. I don't. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones Jr. from Detroit is, is at 23. And uh, that guy last year torched it, torched it. Yeah, I'm a little surprised to see him this far down the list. I am um, too. And look, they had Stafford far down the, the QB list as well, Matthew Stafford. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> Stafford's always solid. Like, you don't even need to bring him up. It's, Stafford's throwing for 300 every game. Whether it's going to be one pick and three interceptions, though, is the other story. But uh, yeah. Marvin Jones Jr. was great last year. I think he has another great year this year. 
Uh, Josh Gordon at 24. I don't know what the fuck his deal is with with the drugs. Uh, why he's he's not in training camp. Um, why he pulled himself out to go to treatment. I know he's yep. not suspended. So he hasn't tested positive for anything. Where you draft Josh Gordon is a mystery. Um, I, I tell you this. I told my, my wife last year to, to pick him up in a week 10 and stash him on her bench. She did, and, and he had a deep playoff run. And uh, it turned out well because he is great, and he is the fucking truth. But uh, I don't know where you draft this guy because I don't know what's going to happen with him in real life, like just life itself. Um, I don't know enough about the NFL CBA. Like, if you self-report, uh, does that like absolve you from any potential suspension? I don't like you think just go so. Into a treatment program. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But who knows? May- but it's who been knows? a it's been a long time since I've been out of the league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, you had a good run. Uh, Juju Smith, Simon and Schuster. Uh, the guy's got 900 names, so we're we're gonna ha- yes. go ahead and throw Simon and Schuster in there. Um, I think he's a lot higher than 25. Uh, he really impressed me last year. Um, and I think lining up against Antonio Brown, he's going to get a lot of balls his way. Uh, yep. And, and I, I, I'm going him uh, probably top 15 for me this year. Uh, I like yeah, I like Juju a lot. I think, uh, like you said, Pittsburgh's going to have a really good year this year. Um, they're going to open – like the field is going to be so open – for them because the, you can't you have to you got to put people in the box for Levy and Bell but you also have to have somebody watching him when he breaks out of the backfield to go catch passes that really opens things up in the secondary so yeah and with uh, uh with with Juju and and Antonio Brown good luck yeah yeah good luck real. trying to cover them all Chris Hogan at 26 that's way too high to me for New England uh look I know Brady loves his honky wide receivers um but uh they just uh, they just brought in Eric Decker so I think Eric yep. Decker has a, has a better year than Chris Hogan. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders at 26 for Denver is really low to me. Um, now that they have a quarterback, Emmanuel Sanders can light up the deep ball. Uh, Robert Woods and Brandon, and Brandon Cooks at 28 yeah, 29 are, from the Rams. These are ridiculously low. Holy shit. Like, what the fuck? I, is it? I don't is know. Goff I really I, like, that disrespected. I don't understand what, they, why they're down. Because both of these guys are going to the Rams this year, and I cannot I figure it the fuck out. Um, yeah, I don't get it either. Maybe they know something we don't. But I see both of these guys putting up a thousand this year. So I don't know. I, I, this is this is shocking to me that they're at twenty eight twenty. Brandon I Cooks has guys. never had a bad season anywhere. No, um, no, he's a thousand yards pretty much every year. And I, I see Cooks. First of all, I see Cooks ahead of Woods. So that is weird to me. Same. Um, and Same. I see Cooks in like the 13 to 16 range, not down here. I, I, I've got both of them uh, top 15, man. That, that, that is yeah. a, a fucking shame. Uh, going down the list, you got Devin Funches, Corey Davis, uh, Sammy Watkins, Pierre Garçon, uh, Cooper Cup, the Rams, uh, another, you know, he had a decent year last year. Randall Cobb at 36. Uh, look, if he can stay healthy, he's usually pretty good. He's lining up opposite Devontae Adams. Will Fuller the fifth at thirty seven is way way too low for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then they uh, got Julian Edelman at thirty nine. Look, I know he's suspended four games, but that's that's way too far down the fucking road to me. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see somebody grabbing him off the board way before that shit. Same. Uh, Jameson Crowder is awesome, man. If he can stay healthy, he's questionable right now in the preseason, but uh, great slot receiver. That dude catches 80 balls, and uh, let's face it, Alex Smith is about a 10-yard passer, so he's going to be throwing a lot to Jamison Crowder. I think that's a little low. 
And then rounding this out, uh, I went I went just to see how far your boy was down the list, Jordy Nelson. He is at 46 for Oakland. Yeah. That That's is, weird. Is, I mean, they've, they've pretty much said he's, he's retired right now at 46. Yeah. I mean, uh, at a, in a PPR league, I know I expect Nelson to be used um, in, in the red zone quite a bit. So um, he's going to get some touchdowns. I don't know how many yards he's going to get, to be honest. Uh, but we'll see. I, it all depends on... I, and I get the I get this uh, the hesitation because we don't know what Gruden's offense is going to look like. He's been out of the game for ten years, so uh, more than that, actually. So what, what's how's he going to be used? Is he going to be healthy? Is he going to get his bell rung again? You know, I, I get it, but this is crazy low to me. Crazy, crazy. Uh, we'll move on to the tight ends. This now this is the thinnest position in the draft. This every single year is everybody's mystery pick of where do I take a tight end. And truthfully, unless you're getting one of the top three guys, I say no higher than, than the fourth round. Um, unless you're getting one of the top three guys. The top three guys are the same three that, have, uh, that it seems that they're, they're there every year. Rob Gronkowski yeah. at one. Um, he's never fucking healthy. Like, that guy cannot make it through a season healthy. When he no, does play, even, he's amazing. Yeah, of course. But what are you paying for, right? So I... To me, what you said makes a lot of sense, but with Gronkowski, I think he's the exception. Even if I, even if he's on the board in rounds three and four, I'm not going to take him. I look, he's always gone, so I guarantee it. You watch this year, same as every year. Gronk usually goes uh, late second, early third to somebody. And uh, look, if you if you have a tight end who is great and they're able to stay healthy throughout the season and make it all the way through, it could win you a championship. Just because. It's hard getting points out of that position because most of these guys aren't aren't very fucking good. Uh, a lot yeah. of these guys are just blocking tight ends. And um, if you do get lucky and get a great tight end, it can really fucking help you in points. Um, but again, if you don't get one of these top three, I, I don't move up to, to do it. Uh, Travis Kelsey is at number two for Kansas City. I love him. Uh, yeah, I like him. I'd take him in the third round. He's sure. great. And again, not to suck the Chiefs dick that much because I look – I, 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 that's not even my team, but, uh, man, you got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, uh, fucking Kareem Hunts, Mahomes. Um, you're my good at, you know, they got Sammy Watkins. Uh, that, that is a sexy, fun team. Yes. I can see you coming up, uh, into the fourth, uh, late third to take Travis, uh, yep. three Zach Ertz. That's where I draw the line. Uh, he's a fourth round pick to me. Um, you know, he's the tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. You grab him in, in the fourth fine. Everyone else after this, wait, wait for tight ends. Um, it's just not worth it. And I know what you're saying. Hey, Ross, Jimmy Graham's playing at Green Bay. He is. Jimmy Graham is, gets hurt a lot. Uh, yeah. Same with Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed uh, out of Washington. I love Jordan Reed. Talent-wise, there's probably no one more talented in the league than Jordan Reed. He cannot stay healthy. I've had him the last three years. He, he just can't make it through the end of the season. Um, and he boned me for the last uh, probably seven or eight games of last year where he was questionable for all eight games. I didn't know who to start. There's nobody I could pick up late in time. I mean, it completely fucked my team, Jordan Reed. And I, I, I don't go that route with him unless it's a backup. And then, great, he surprised me for the best. But, uh, yeah, tight end's a, a tough position, and it is, it is every year. Uh, get Greg Olson at four, Delaney Walker at, at five. Look, Delaney Walker is always solid. Him and Gronkowski have been the top two tight ends for the last five years. 
Delaney Walker's yeah. 34 years old. How long wow, does he really? keep that up? I don't know. Um, but, you know, if you're going to take him, take him late. Take him with the seventh or eighth round. Do not go up and get this guy. Uh, Evan Evan Ingram is is my sleeper tight end wise, and I know he's one of yours as well too, isn't he, Dan? For for New York Giants. Yeah, I like him. I like him. I like that team. To be honest, um, I like the uh, those uh, those formations where um, Barkley's going to be coming out of the backfield for passes, and the tight end is going to block it first, and then peel off and and be that checkdown pass. And Eli likes that checkdown pass. I see this guy catching a lot of balls. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I do too. Uh, number seven, they got Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph is a, is is a solid, uh, great hands tight end. However, he's a he's a three catch guy, maybe a touchdown. Um, he's not going to be your big scorer. Uh, they got Jimmy Graham and Jordan Reed at eight and nine. I would I would still bump them up ahead of Kyle Rudolph uh, and those guys. Just you know, out of sure excitement or electricity and hoping they do something because look Kyle, again Kyle Rudolph is is three catches 60 to 70 yards and you hope to get a touchdown every third week out of him uh rounding out this top 10 is Trey Burton Jack Doyle um I look I'd be lying if I said that I, I gave a fuck about either of those two or or did I follow them um I, I think anything after 10 this year in the running or in the uh tight end situation good luck um go yeah, with you God can on pick that. them up on Pick them up on the wire. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Go with God on that. Uh, this uh, David Njiku for Cleveland uh, is a lot of people's picks as as the sleeper tight end this year. We'll see. Depends on on who their quarterback is. But uh, you know, to round out the the rest of the top twenty, you got your usual suspects here of Tyler Eifert, Charles Clay, Cameron Brates out of uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Benjamin Watson, who's in his 900th year uh, in the league. Yeah. Eric Ebron, uh, who's now at Indianapolis this year. And Austin Hooper from Atlanta. These are these are one catch, you know, hopefully a touchdown type dudes. Uh, Jared Cook. Look, Jared Cook is solid in Oakland. He's at 22. So if you're looking for to get a little value out of your pick, uh, you, you could probably do worse with Jared Cook in the later rounds. But tight end is, is always, always tricky. Um now we'll move on to the defense. The defense this year. Uh, who do you like? Who's your top defense this year? This is a lot of people have been picking a lot of different people. Yeah, I mean, I see that. Uh, I see the Jags are, are are up front right now. I think the Eagles have the best defense, um, and I think the Rams are probably second. I, I disagree with these rankings. Fletcher um, Cox tore somebody's legs off of their body opening night of preseason two nights ago yeah and he he ate them and then shit them out yeah um and the legs were still completely intact it was amazing yeah and if you wondered why he was such a serious guy in the show look that guy is apparently only concerned with killing people um yes man he's a he's a fucking beast uh look eagles are gonna here's what i think people were like we can rank defense about who's gonna put up or who's going to be technically or who has the best defensive numbers or the, excuse me, the best defensive players as a squad. But uh, you also have to think about what the situation in these games are going to be. Like uh, Jacksonville is going to be doing what Jacksonville does. Philadelphia is going to be winning football games, um, as are the Rams and Vikings. I like those. I like that. I like Philly, Minnesota, and L.A. for sure. Um, not that Jacksonville doesn't have a great defense, but you have to consider what kind of game they're going to be playing, right? So, um, the Philly creates a lot of turnovers. Yeah, 
I think I to me that bumps them up the list to one. I don't know why Jacksonville is number one right here. Yeah, and look, Philadelphia again. Like we we said it on the opening show for for the NFL preview. Like they're going to be competing for a Super Bowl. This is a great team, yep. offensively and defensively. Um, I, I I like the Eagles there. I, I, Jacksonville at one. Eh, I, I don't know if they have a repeat performance, but they're certainly a top five. Uh, you know, running running down through you know one through five, you got uh, Jacksonville, Philadelphia, Minnesota. Uh, I have no problem with these Rams at four, um, Baltimore at five. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Baltimore is going to do. Their offense isn't great, so that defense is going to be stuck on the field a lot. Houston Texans at six. I, if JJ Watt is healthy, and that's a big if every year now, which sucks because I love watching him play. Uh, I think they're a little low on this list, but again, it, it's pure health. Uh, but, yeah. you know, if him and Clowney can just have one healthy year together, it'd be a fun team to watch. Uh, the Chargers at seven, I understand. Uh, you know, you got Bosa out there tearing people's faces off week after week. Uh, and then the, the, actually the Denver Broncos are, is a little low at eight. They always yeah, have a great defense. Um, they never had a good quarterback, which is why they're always on the fucking field. But uh, I think that changes this year. And if I, me personally, I would swap out Denver at eight versus Baltimore at five and slot them in my top five. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, just the amount of time they're going to be on the field for sure is going to play a big difference this year. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, rule of thumb here for fantasy, obviously. Uh, and, then, and again, this is a fantasy football uh, preview show, not a real life. How are these guys going to do and are these, these defensive teams? going to win a Super Bowl. Um, but fantasy football-wise, uh, that's what we're talking about of, of how great these defenses will be. Um, so uh, keep that in mind because it, it, it can vary. And I would not draft a defense before fucking round seven at a minimum. Um, and that's only to, to get one of the top four or five. If not, go late. I, I, I swap them out every week. Once I start to get a feel for how shitty these teams are, I'll try to, you know, find out who uh, who the Dolphins are playing week in and week out of the Jets and then line up a defense against them accordingly. Uh, so you can wait on that if you're not getting a top five defense. Um, so don't think, you know, oh, my God, I got to go out and get them. No, you're, you're fine. There's always going to be no, one you're sleeper good for defense the first, every year. Yeah, always, always. And we're, we're doing, what, 12-team leagues? 12-team, yeah. Yeah, so you got options. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take a defense before – round 12 13 something like that hey look if I, that, if I can and i think that's early i think 15 is probably where you should start but if you if you've got a good lineup on your offense that you feel comfortable with people that you know are going to be steady and healthy and you see one of those top three defenses out there that you want to go grab them i can see it at 13 i would wait till 15 yeah i mean look i, I i've snuck up and gotten a good defense and and won a a couple championships with it um actually with Seattle's defense, you know, a few years ago. And uh, it is worth it if, if they're great and if you can get one of, of the great ones. But uh, there's always going to be somebody in your league that is going to draft a defense way too high. And uh, it's without fail every year. So it, it, it'll end up changing your strategy on draft night every single year. So uh, it depends on who the homers are in your league. But again, if you don't get one of those top five, don't, don't go up and reach for a defense. Uh, kicker. I, I'm not even going to go through who, who the best kickers are. Uh, they got Legatron at one here, and that's about that, that's that's as deep as we're going. Simply for yep. the fact of this, I, the the kicker is your last round pick. Do not draft two kickers, even though you can. You can always substitute in a kicker during your bye week. Uh, 
You never know what these motherfuckers are going to do. Um, look, I, I understand why they have Legatron at one because it's the Rams and they're expected to score a lot of points. That's yep. fine, but you know, so is New England and the rest of these guys. So uh, that that should be your last pick of the draft is a kicker. I agree. In fact, I don't think about kickers, although I would love to have kickers on the show. They're the, some of the funniest guys in the league, and they talk a lot of shit too. Yeah, look, Pat, look, Pat McAfee's got a huge show. Uh, we'd love to have McAfee on. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, that, that rounds out our, our, our fantasy football. Um, who's your biggest sleeper of this draft? Oh, boy, sleeper. That's a good question. Um, huh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think there's so many guys got ranked so much lower than I expected them to. You know what I mean? Um, I think the two biggest, and I'm going to go two for on that. I think the the two biggest sleepers are those two goddamn receivers from L.A., Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks. I think they're both going to put up monster numbers this year. I can't believe they're ranked at 28 and 29, respectively, on the receiver list. Yeah, that's, that's, that's to strange to me. And we're look, we got some Rams hatred on the last show. And again, neither of us are Rams homers. Uh, oh, no, I'm, we're both from, from Georgia and South Carolina, respectively. I don't give a fuck about the Rams. I don't either. And, and look, the Falcons beat them in the first round of the playoffs last year at home. Um, and it really yeah. wasn't that close. So uh, I'm, I'm just saying this is a, you know, an avid watcher of the nfl and uh the rams the rams to me are sexy my my uh my i'm I'm still going with Mahomes is one of my my biggest sleepers this year yeah i like that pick yeah uh for quarterback i, I think the chiefs i think the chiefs are gonna have a great season i do too and he runs the ball a lot um so you're gonna yep. pick up some of those extra running yards uh and and just and this is a personal thing but i i would love to see deshaun watson healthy for a whole year just to see what that guy can do because god damn that was fun watching him last year yeah, he was. Uh, he's an exciting player, and he's got some exciting players around him. So, both on offense and defense, it's going to be really interesting to see what that team does. I think Houston might be a sleeper team. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out. Um, but it's gonna it's gonna be a fun year. Uh, like I said, we will be posting uh, the draft. You, we'll we'll have a post about it in Drinking Bros Sports. Go on there, screenshots yourself in the playoffs and or. Super Bowl champion, and we will put you in one of our two leagues. Again, the winners get signed jerseys from the 85 Bears from William the Refrigerator Perry and Mike Singletary, the Hall of Famer. Can't get any bigger than that. Uh, Team Ross and Team Dan, the draft is going to be August 29th. Uh, Good luck, kids. Join on up. Uh, We're going to watch for for who the homers are, and then after the draft, we're going to call you. Live on air and uh, and chat with you about why you picked who, where. And uh, speaking of homers, we got the guy who uh, wrote in on the message board who thought we shit on the Cowboys too much. So we're going to play his interview. And then right after that, we got uh, Ryan Jansen from the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, this was a fun one, Dan. Best of luck yeah, this season, fun my one. man. Absolutely. We'll see you uh, on August 29th. Special. We got we 
we got a message on the message board. I should say me, Ross, Ross Patterson got a message on the message board on Drinking Bros Sports. Uh, and by the way, please sign up on, on Facebook and uh, follow along and talk shit with us uh, throughout the weeks as uh, the teams continue to play each other. I got a message that said from Trent Taggart, Ross, I'm not trying to talk shit. Just offer some constructive criticism. During the first Sports Companion show, it really showed that you you aren't very well-rounded in the NFL. You know a lot about the Falcons and the team's ESPN pumps a lot, but not that much about the whole NFL. I had to switch episodes about 25 minutes in. Maybe in the future, when talking about the NFL, bring in another person who knows more about the whole league. I debated posting this or not because I know I'm going to get torn apart for having a different opinion, but I thought you should know. Again, I'm not trying to talk shit. I love almost everything you're creating and will will always continue to support. Just thought I would offer some constructive criticism. Here's what I love about constructive criticism. Uh, whenever you do it in a public forum, it's not really constructive. You're just opening yourself up for either more piling on of hatred or targeting of yourself, which in this case was yourself. I, I know a lot about the goddamn NFL. More than, fuck man, 99% of the people out there. Um, I, I, it's something I follow to the ends of the, the world because I'm a, I'm a fantasy football junkie too. And, and I know about every single fucking team because I watch, I watch almost every single team every single Sunday just because I'm trying to dig up people in the waiver wire. Like, I am, I am as needle-in-the-arm fantasy junkie as you can get. Um, so what, what, I, what I thought I would do here is, is call Trent, because uh, I, I wrote him back and I said, Hey, Trent, what, what, what exactly do I not know about the NFL? And he said, You blamed the Cowboys' demise last year on Zeke, but failed to realize that their all-pro left tackle missed those games as well, and the coaching staff was horrible and didn't scheme to make up for losing him, along with Sean Lee missing the same games, which completely changes the young defense. And they picked up Hearns. Hearns. And the third-round pick, Gallup, has a lot of upside. He's talking about Alan Hearns here, who is, has been brought in to replace Dez Bryant. Dez fucking Bryant is replaced by Alan Hearns, who fucking barely can make it through a goddamn season. Uh, let alone with an inconsistent quarterback like Dak Prescott. Uh, he, he continues to go on and say the, the O-line is super shitty, and even with ESPN sucking Barkley's balls, um, they will actually have a running game. So saying that they sneak into the, the playoffs is questionable, and the Lions, the Lions drafted a sneaky good running back y'all forgot about that's actually projected to start. Uh, re-listening to the show right now to make sure I didn't tune out early. You didn't. Um, not only do I, I stand by my call with the Cowboys and, and, and how mediocre they're going to be this year. Um, but let's, let's face it. Let's, let's look at the running backs for the Detroit lions since Barry Sanders left. They haven't had any, none that's even fucking hung around for a couple years and been any fucking good. None that you would even draft in, in, in any fashion of fantasy football. So what we're going to do today is a, a segment called last call. Uh, for the Drinking Bros Sports, and uh, I'm actually going to call up Trent Taggart, and uh, we'll get his his real feelings now on the phone, and, and see why I suck so bad about the NFL. Hello. Hello, is this Trent? Yes, sir. Trent Taggart. It's Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. How are you, my man? 
I'm pretty good. How are you? You know, I've been better, Trent. Uh, I, I just read, you know, obviously read your post today. Um, yes, sir. Saying that I, I'm not uh, very uh, well rounded in the NFL, which which is a crazy statement to me. Um, but but it, look, it is. And can I can I stop you really quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I just, uh, I wanted to start off by saying I was wrong. I uh, I went back and I listened to after I stopped it uh, after y'all got out of the NFC East and stopped choking on the Rams and Falcons cocks for a little bit. And after that. Y'all did really good, and I just wanted to apologize. And uh, I didn't want to delete the post or anything or bitch out before I apologized, man, man. But yeah, <laughs> I, I was I was wrong, and uh, just wanted to Trent, Trent, let it, you know that it's fine. You you will not hear another sports show though. Go in and make a prediction about every single team in the league and and Super Bowl as well. Um, it just, it doesn't happen that often. First of all, and that's, that's first and foremost. Second of all, I'm a fantasy junkie. I said that before we came on the air a second ago, I follow every single team just because the needle in my arm junkie that I am, I'm trying to look for people that are hidden on different teams that might be good one day. Um, I, I read your, uh, your post on the air and I also read your, your, your follow-up post. So I have to gather this, that you're, you're a diehard Cowboys fan. Would that be... Uh, the correct assumption? I'm, I'm not a diehard Cowboys fan, actually. I, I grew up in the, the DFW area, and I could never become a fan while Tony Romo was a quarterback. I just couldn't do it. But, you, but you're a fan now with Dak Prescott, I take it. Yes, sir. Okay, you are. Um, the, the things you said about how, how horrible the coaching was for the Cowboys, the, the coaching has always been terrible for the Cowboys. I don't know if you know this, but J- Jason, Garrett, Jason Garrett's record is 67-53. and 53. Um, which yep. look, he's barely above 500 playoffs, his playoffs. He's one in two. The fact that he's only had three playoff games in that entire span. And obviously no super bowls one is pretty fucking yeah. crazy to me. Yeah, absolutely. Him, him and Romo are the worst thing. I mean, I always said it was Jerry, but really Garrett's just a yes, man. That's, that's all. That's the only reason he has a job. And Romo is a choke artist. That's, that's what he is. That's all way he will always be and they didn't do anything and, uh, and so so what makes you going to think that's that's going to turn around because jason garrett is still the head coach uh dak prescott now doesn't because you were you were talking about uh hearns having a big year or possibly being a sleeper he's well, not he's not well, better than maybe, De- des bryant well, no, I, on, in any stretch and that's who the, is going to be taking des bryant's place no so here's the thing i don't think any one receiver on the cowboys is going to have a big year I think it's going to revert back to 2016 when they did have a good year when Des wasn't in Dak's ear screaming and crying for the ball. He was able to spread it out to multiple different receivers. Hell, that year, Cole Beasley was the leading receiver. I think Dak's going to be able to go back to that and just go to the best possible receiver who's open. That's what Dak's good at, is going through his reads and finding the open guy. And he wasn't able to do that with Dak and Witt, or excuse me, with Des and Witten because he was trying to force feed them. Now that they're gone, now the tight end depth is horrible, and I have no idea what they're going to do there. But I think the wide receiver position is actually in a better position because they have more people who are better uh, route runners and who Dak's going to be able to spread the ball around a little bit more. And hopefully the lack of tight end makes it so that they incorporate Zeke in the passing game a little bit more. Because you know as an Ohio State fan that Zeke is a phenomenal receiver. Cowboys just haven't used him in that manner yet. 
He's he, look. He's great. He's uh, he's got Hall of Fame potential if he can stay out of trouble. Um, yeah. he, he's that good, and he's the the ability to change games. It's same with what I said last week regarding the Cowboys. We're actually going to find out this year how much Zeke has to do with it. Um, the the one thing that that is still the biggest issue for me with the Cowboys and Dak Prescott is I am not sold on him being a superstar quarterback. He had accuracy issues last year with Dez and with with Jason Witten. Now you have. Uh, look, Cole Beasley is everybody's favorite, you know, small man, honky wide receiver. But that's not a superstar who's going to go up and get the ball and get a lot of those touchdowns. You got Terrence Williams. You got Terrence Williams. And now Alan Hearn, who Hearns has not been able to stay healthy in his career. True. But did you know that without the, the six games that they were without Tyron Smith, uh, before that, before those six games without Tyron Smith, Dak Prescott was actually on on pace to break Dan Dan Marino's record for uh, it skips me now, but he was he was on pace to break Dan Marino's like touchdown to interception radio, ratio over a two year span or something like that. Right, like, and, and, but then and he, then, he then shit one, the bed one, the rest of the year. Tyron, once Tyron Smith went out, and then that Atlanta game, which I know you watched. Oh, I did. And, and Chaz Green made freaking. Uh, Adrian Campbell, a freaking superstar pass rusher, which he is not. But Chaz Green late went to bed that game, and I, I seriously think it gave Dak like PTSD the rest of the year because like, he was traumatized the whole rest of the year and didn't trust his line at all. Um, Either way, but, a superstar quarterback in this league should not get traumatized. I mean, you look at Aaron Rodgers. I don't, I, I don't that's, think he's had the, the the best talent surrounding him. Um, and, and again, I'll stand by what I said in the last show, where I, I think if you put him on the Patriots, fucking Aaron Rodgers probably wins eight, eight Super Bowls. Um, so yeah. it, it should not be predicated on that. Uh, Dak Prescott's accuracy shouldn't be predicated on that. He's also a running quarterback. So in some of these reads, if he's getting pressured, he has the ability to take off and run. Um, uh, to me, he looked nervous and skittish without Ezekiel Elliott in there last year. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott has has the talent well, to absolutely change well, that, an that's offense. What I was saying. That, that's what I was saying. It, it wasn't just Zeke not being there. It was Tyron Smith being gone. That Tyron Smith went out like the same exact time Zeke did. It was a weird set of circumstances that Tyron Smith back acted up like the same exact time he got suspended and so yeah he was super skittish because they had no one at left tackle and jason garrett can't coach to save his life so they couldn't scheme to help to help out that left tackle and yeah i completely agree with you it it shouldn't have faced him that much but i mean he was a second year quarterback so that's an excuse that it's not a good one but that that's an excuse and uh so you're, you're completely right we're gonna see this year what happened? We're, we're going to find out because, my, look, my prediction on the Cowboys is, again, maybe a fringe wildcard team. Uh, I, I definitely I don't see them being a playoff nor a Super Bowl contender. Uh, my roster Domus prediction on there is this is Jason Garrett's last year. And uh, if, Dak, oh, so. if Dak Prescott doesn't have a good year, I think the Cowboys draft another quarterback. I, I don't think so just because Jerry loves him so much and Jerry doesn't let go of people. Obviously, you look at Jason Garrett. He, he doesn't let go of people that he loves. So I don't think they'll draft another quarterback, but I hope to God it's Jason Garrett's last year. Um, I did want to throw in there, I completely agree with you on the Chiefs. I think they're, I think they're going all the way this year. Um, but 
I know you weren't as high on them, but you were. Pretty no, high they're, on look, them. they're they're one of my I, I totally they're my agree. sleeper team in the AFC. I, I think they go pretty far. They they're stacked with talent. Um, uh, we'll, we'll scan down to a couple more comments you made. You hate Saquon Barkley. Uh, wh- why is that? Uh, no, I don't hate him. I think he's a great talent. I think the Giants don't have anything to help him out. They got they got Nate Solder, who's a okay left tackle, and then Will Hernandez in the draft, who's projects to be a good guard, but then the rest of that line is still complete shit. So unless he's the next Barry Sanders who can run 50 yards back the other way and then 70 yards forward, he's not going to have a great year. I actually have a $100 bet with a Giants fan that uh, Zeke has a better year than him just based off off of the line because well, I, I, I think even as a Giants fan, how how they trust that line at all. I, I think look, I, I think Zeke has a better year anyway, just because he's a superstar and this is his third year in the league. Versus Saquon Barkley, all of these rookie running backs like Kareem Hunt and those guys usually hit a wall somewhere around uh, week ten, week eleven, just simply because they're not used to that schedule and playing that many games. You, you, you know, the, the rigors of the NFL aren't what they were in college, and I think that catches up with them. So I agree with you. Look, I think Zeke has a better year than, uh, than Saquon Barkley. Uh, I'm still taking Saquon Barkley in fantasy toward the end of the first round um, in most of my mock drafts right now. Um, but I, look, I think the Giants with uh, Odell Beckham Jr., um, Saquon Barkley, uh, I like Ingram, and, and I, I think their offense improves, and I, I think they have a, a decent little shot to have. I, I will say that they finish with the same record as the Cowboys. I'd, I'd take the over on that. I'd, I'd take the Cowboys, and I'm trying not to be a homer. I'm just going off. Eli, is, I don't know how Eli's lasted this long, for one. To that offense line, and then all the drama that goes on on that defense. Like they have a lot of talent on that defense, but they can never get it to work together for whatever reason. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be close. I mean, the Eagles are definitely winning that division, but then it's Giants, Cowboys are going to be close. All right, all right. Look, I, we'll find out. Look, luckily we've teamed up with a, a bookie site, mybookie.com. You can bet me on that. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Giants. Um, they have the the over under on wins for the year. I'm gonna take the Giants on that one. Last but not least, your last comment on here was about uh, the running back for Detroit Lions and how come I didn't mention him that he might be projected as a starter. And you're, you're talking about Carryon Johnson, obviously. Um, yes. The reason why I don't bring up any running backs from the Lions since Barry Sanders. The, the, the Lions have not had any running backs, so to speak, or, or worth mentioning whatsoever. Uh, I believe Abdir, Ab, Abdir Abdullah, um, you know, with the, with the ISIS flair name, uh, he is their, their starting running back currently. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what happens with that guy. Uh, the Lions have always had a terrible running back game. I will never bring up a, a Lions running back until they actually prove themselves. And that's just a rule of thumb fair. on this show. Because again, the yeah, ni- the nineties were a long way away from Barry Sanders. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's and that's completely fair. I just I was re listening to to the podcast, and when I was making that comment, that's just at the point that it was at. So wanted to get that point in there. So all right, and and yeah, hey, last but like look, I said, man, I I apologize for for uh, making that post. I, there's probably a better way to do that, but I just figured since you get a million messages away, that's that was a way to get your attention and. 
I, I wasn't trying to be a dick or anything. Nah, no, no, don't worry about it. In, in all seriousness, the reason why we do a sports uh, show and we decided to do a sports companion show is the simple fact that everybody, everybody, myself included, has their favorite team. They're willing to stand by that team and die by that team, including yourself, obviously, with the, with the Cowboys calls. And we don't mind. Why not so, like Notre Dame? Yeah, we, we don't mind. Uh, <laughs> we don't mind this. Uh, oh, you're a Notre Dame guy, too? Yes, sir. Actually, so our show that's airing uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, actually, our first big bet on uh, Drinking Bros Companion Show is uh, Notre Dame versus Michigan. Um, I'm taking Notre Dame. Dan is taking Michigan in that game. So uh, you can feel free, again, to bet along with us. But uh, on Drinking Bros Sports, we actually love this passion. I don't mind messages like this, to be honest with you. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad you took the call because most people wouldn't. Um, so I'd say what, why don't you, why don't you send me your address uh, into the, uh, my DM and we'll send you some black rifle coffee. How about that? Thank you very much. Absolutely. My man, uh, Trent Taggart. Thanks for being on the show. I look, I, I'm, I'm amped to see if the Cowboys make it to the playoffs this year. Uh, now even more so Trent, um, take care, man. I, I appreciate you, you being on the show today. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. It's funny. It's funny talking to people uh, who talk shit online. I think it's different because nobody expects that we're going to call or reach out or talk or whatever. And it's like, eh, we read all this shit. Uh, we love the show. We love what we do. And, and truthfully, I, I don't even mind people talking shit at all. Uh, I, I understand how passionate people are about their team. Uh, as am I, look, with Ohio State and Falcons and all that shit. But I'm also a realist. Um, I didn't pick Ohio State to win the national championship this year. Uh, in baseball, I'm a diehard Braves fan. Um, I am definitely not picking them to win the World Series, although we're, we're, we're in playoff contention right now. Um, I think that team is too young, and I think we're a few years away, to be honest with you. So I won't be picking them for the next two years, probably. Um, but that's, that's the difference. Uh, but, but objectively, I'm able to look at every single team and understand uh, how good they are and why they win. And even though the Patriots broke my fucking heart in the goddamn Super Bowl and that 28-3 to loss... Um, oh, that 28-3 comeback uh, against the Falcons, uh, I, I'm still able to walk out of that and understand Belichick and, and Brady's greatness. And it's, you know, they've got five rings. Nobody else uh, in the modern era right now does. So until they do, those guys are the fucking best and there's not a lot of shit I can talk against those guys. Rye Guy, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Is it, is it weird that I call you Rye Guy just to start with? Uh, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. I've heard that a lot. There's not a lot of uh, Ryans that I just bust out a Rye Guy for. Um, but when I met you, we touched wieners, and we didn't even know each other, and I knew we'd, we'd be besties <laughs> for life. I know, man. It was a, it was a, it was a great... Uh... Great first impression. <laughs> <laughs> I always enjoy that because, um, look, we got a chance to chat at Travis Pastrana's uh, live event for the History Channel. You seem like a like a really fucking awesome guy, and uh, don't take you you know you don't take yourself that seriously. And uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it. It was cool meeting you, and I'm glad you're doing the show. Yeah, definitely. It was a it was an awesome uh, awesome event watching Travis do some do some crazy crazy stuff and. Uh, you know, have a, have a couple drinks and, and, uh, you know, enjoy, enjoy the Las Vegas summer heat where I was just sweating my ass off. It was, it was fun. Boy, I man, it, it is because everybody says to you, Oh, it's a dry heat. There is no such thing as a dry heat. You're sweating either way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're hot and 
you just, you just want the air conditioner no matter what. So it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, humid, dry. It, it's, it's hot. Yeah, it's real hot. Um, you're, you look, you're in the middle of a hot training camp right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, down here in Tampa, uh, luckily, uh, had a day off here on Monday and, uh, but other than that, it's been, uh, you know, 95 degrees and 90% humidity. It's been a, it's been a hell of a time. Yeah. Was it, was it a big, uh, culture shock going from Tampa to where, you know, where you were last year? Yeah. I mean, it was, I was in Baltimore last year and, you know, it was, uh, you know, I got about this hot up there, but it just wasn't for as long, you know, only for, you know, maybe a month or two and here it's just kind of year round, but you know, other than that, it's, it's, it's been good to get used to it. Yeah, it's it's it, look. I lived there for a year uh, in Clearwater specifically, um, which is super close to Tampa. And um, the heat that I experienced when I was there, like, was mind altering. And then it, you, it makes you uh, understand why every like crazy crime you see on the news starts with a Florida man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's uh, that heat just makes people go nuts. I guess I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe maybe some of the drugs down here too. You know that that might be it too. A lot uh, of it. A lot of we because <laughs> we we do a segment called Crime Corner on Ross Patterson Revolution, and uh, it's always a Florida man. It's always like a crazy meth story down there too. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it always seems to be Hillsborough County too. So it's uh, it's uh, it's it's crazy. <laughs> uh, how's the training camp going? How do you, how do you feel about the team this year? Yeah, it's it's been going good. Uh, you know, everybody's starting to uh, mesh together, and it's it's been good. Uh, you know, taking off and, and rolling with everything right now. It's, uh, you know, can't complain too much about everything and how the team's coming together. So it, uh, I think we're going to surprise people. Yeah. And, and look, being a center, um, is it strange that you're, you're losing your quarterback for the first three games of the season? Um, do you, are you with Fitzpatrick a lot? I know Ryan Fitzpatrick is the backup. Yeah. You know, you know right now it's kind of a little bit of both, uh, you know, getting Jameis and, and Ryan in there and, you know, we're, we're obviously rolling with, with Fitzy right now. And, uh, you know, it'll be a pretty seamless transition, I, I think. And, uh, you know, once Jameis comes back, it'll be, uh, it'll be good. Yeah. I look, I I'm a big fan of Fitzy. I like that guy. I think he's got a lot of moxie. I think he gets shit on <laughs> more than, uh, more than he deserves, but, uh, uh-huh. man, I, I like him. I like the beard. I like the whole thing. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, Fitzy. I don't I know what to expect from Fitzy. You know, like you said, a lot of people, uh, uh, don't like him and this and that. I'd love the guy. He's, he's freaking hilarious. Uh, he's a, he's a great guy and he's, you know, he, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's a, he's a really good quarterback too. I know. And it's in, in a league that's look, if you don't have a good quarterback, like a guy like that is look, he's been playing for, it feels like 30 years. Um, I wish he would have gotten that big contract that he deserved a, a few years back with the jets. But uh, look, at least he gets to, to, to show his talent for the first three games of this year with you guys. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, I know he's excited to, to jump in and, and uh, fill in for those three weeks and, you know, hopefully go win those three games. It'll be it'll be good. So let me ask you this. Since you're a center and I look, I, I played football for years. It's one of the most important positions on the field um, simply because, you know, once that ball is snapped, your your reaction time and everybody that's coming at you is different than everybody else on the O-line. What's it like coming into a team that was 27th in the NFL in rushing last year? Yeah, you know that's uh, that's one of the bigger things um, they talked about when I was uh, a free agent. I came on my visit. They wanted to improve the run game, and they felt that um, you know I could bring that that edge and and everything and improve help improve that run game. And uh, you know it's it's been good. We're starting to mesh, and uh, you know I think like I was saying earlier, we're gonna we're gonna surprise some people on uh, the way we run the ball this year. Yeah, who who is back there? Is it Doug Martin still? Um, it 
it's not Doug. Um, we got, uh, we, we drafted a second round kid. Uh, uh, we call him Rojo. Um, and then, uh, of course I'm going to space, space the names of my teammates. Uh, it's fine. Look, he, he's, why he's, wouldn't I? yeah, exactly. Well, here's the thing. He's, <laughs> he's a rookie and you know, you just joined the team. Like I'm sure all of this is new and you know, Oh yeah. And, I, and trust me, I'm, I'm probably the worst person in the world to ask about names. Cause I'm terrible with names. I know faces, but names, same. You know, just not, not so much. Yep. <laughs> same. And, and it's like football. You remember like a nickname about them and that's about it where you're like, all right, yeah. great. Uh, chances are they're moving on in a couple years anyways. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy the turnover in the league and, and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's hard to get to know some guys cause you know, next day they could be gone. I know. So uh, that's the hardest part about uh, the NFL is, uh, is that turnover of guys. Yeah. And look, you guys have a few guys that'll be there for a while. Uh, Mike Evans, um, that guy's a beast. Oh yeah. Mike's a great guy too. He's, uh, he does some unreal stuff, you know, uh, catching the ball and, and, what he, how he comes out of routes with how big you know how lanky and tall he is he, he he's uh it's amazing to watch him play and you know I obviously watching him from the outside in for the past couple of years and now being on the same team I'm you know I'm glad that he's on he's on my team oh yeah yeah absolutely he look he's he's one of the best in the league and uh definitely a, like a top fantasy guy um oh no doubt how do you, do you play fantasy football I don't uh some guys, some guys do. I just, I, for me, it's like, I, I live it. So I don't, you know, when I get home, I don't want to have to go check my <laughs> rosters on fantasy football and, uh, you know, relive, relive my day. I like having that little bit of separation, but, um, back in college, I played a little bit, but not, not so much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, f- I find like the, the more in- interviews I do with NFL players, it's, it's 50, 50, either, either the players can't stand it or they're like, dude, I'm, I'm over it because I play it. Um, uh, it's not it's not a fantasy for me because I'm, I'm I'm living it out. Or it's like, yeah, man, like I, I really enjoy it. And it, there's a lot of other buddies that I went to college with that uh, that are playing throughout the league, and it's kind of fun to you know play with them and and check in on on how they're doing and whatnot. Oh yeah, no doubt. That's uh, see, that's like with me. Uh, you know, I'm coming from a small school. I don't. I have really two other guys that are in the league right now, and. Uh, they're both defense alignment, so it's you know they don't really get all that many stats. So, uh, but no, it's a it's yeah, it's just not for me. Yeah, your 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 school is so small, by the way, that I don't even recognize it. Like I, it's one of those ones that I haven't heard of. Um, it, it Colorado, what was it, Pueblo or? Yeah, Colorado State uh, Pueblo, small Division two school in uh in the armpit of Colorado. Wow. Uh, how do you, how do, I mean how do you make it out of there? Is my question like. Is it even a thought of like, hey, I'm going to school here and I'm going to become a, a profesh, you know, professional athlete? Yeah, no, it was a uh, that journey was kind of was kind of crazy because I almost didn't even go to school. Uh, I was actually I was working for my uncle uh, who owns his own roofing business up in northern Colorado, and you know I was pulling in a couple grand every you know every two weeks. And I'm like, uh, this it's not a bad life. I can I can do this for a while. But my mom uh, forced me to go my first year, and uh, you know ended up playing and starting as a true freshman. And, uh, you know, ended up falling in love with football again. And it was, it, it's, it's crazy how, uh, you know, moms always know best usually. And, and uh, things obviously worked out really good for me. Yeah. I mean, look, the, you just signed a mega deal over the summer. So you're, you're, you should be good for life at this point, um, which has got to be amazing. The first purchase had to have been to your mom, right? Did you buy her a house like a, no, I didn't, uh, haven't really done much yet. Um, the way my family is, they've never, 
like my mom, she don't really care. She just doesn't want, you know, if I went and bought her a new house, she'd probably, she'd probably shoot me. Uh, she's just kind of <laughs> really? like, no, she's like, just save your money. Just, you know, I don't need that kind of stuff. I, you know, we're, we're, we're good. You know, we have our house and, you know, we grew up, you know, lower middle class, middle class, you know, so, you know, they're, it's not like they're, you know, extremely well off or anything like that. It's just, you know, they, they live a comfortable life, but, uh, you know, they don't need too much. And, you know, the, you know, I'm sure she would be excited or, you know, or my dad would be excited if we did that for him, but that's just, you know, that's not what they're, that's not what they're looking for. They just, they want us to be happy and, and, and stuff like that. So, uh, no, I haven't, haven't done anything yet. I, I'm planning on doing something, you know, maybe, uh, in the next couple of years, uh, once I'm, uh, out of the league and some family trips and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's just kind of, uh, they would accept it, but you know that's not what makes them happy. Gotcha, gotcha. Look, I, I'm saying because she pushed you into going to college, I, I would do it, Ryan. I would just do it on your own, you know. <laughs> no doubt. For, <laughs> for, <laughs> force them to uh, to to live there. Um, do you have any kids yet with your wife? Yeah, we have a eight month old baby. Oh wow! Congratulations, baby boy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's it's crazy. He's uh he's already crawling, and he's hell. He's about to start walking any time now. Yeah, my, my wife's doing about 10 days. Oh, nice. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. I, yeah, I got a four-year-old, and then uh, he's, I, I got a, the new one's doing about 10 days. So, uh, you know what you're having? Or? A boy. Yeah, definitely. Boy. I only shoot boys. That's just, you know, that's just Yeah, me. Yeah, I'm one for one right now with boys. So, <laughs> you know, not to brag, but I'm shooting 1,000. Yeah, you are. Look, I'm, I'm still at 1,000. I'm, I'm on my second. <laughs> The weird, the nice. weird, the weird thing is, is like, as a as a guy, you you know, you always hope for a boy, and when it doesn't happen, did you see that uh, Gordon Hayward video that went around the other day for the gender reveal of his of his third girl he was about to have. Yeah, it was his third. I think it was it was his fourth, or was it his third? Um, it, was- it, it might have been fourth. There was a lot of a lot of girls running around the, the yard, and I was like, man. Yeah, he just <laughs> he, he didn't look too excited. But no, yeah, when uh, we did a little gender reveal, and when I found out it was a boy, it was a. Uh, it was all yells and 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 excitement. So that's great, uh, that's especially awesome. especially from mom. She was uh, she I think she was more excited than anything. She wants she just wants to be a boy mom. So that's that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And my my wife is one of those. And I don't know if your wife is the same. My wife wanted boys, both of them. She didn't want any girls whatsoever. She was like, "Look, I know I can be a nightmare, and I'm I'm worried that if I have a girl, she'll be a nightmare. So I would just like to have all boys." Was your wife like that? Yeah, definitely. That's how, that's how she is. You know, we want to, you know, have two, maybe three and, you know, we'd be perfectly fine with having, with having two boys and two or three boys and, you know, and she would be happy as a clam because, you know, she grew up, uh, you know, shooting guns and raised by firefighters and Marines. And so she, you know, she's, uh, she'd rather be, uh, out, you know, mudding in the, in the woods than, uh, you know, being all, being all prissed up and, and stuff like that. So it's, uh, she's, she's, she's a natural boy mom. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I, I, mine is too. Uh, my my wife always says, "Yeah, look, I've got a sturdy base, and I don't mind a little whiskey here and there." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but back to uh, back to football. Uh, how do you think you guys are going to do this year? I think we're going to, uh, you know, last year with hard knocks and everything that was there. Uh, you know, everybody had super super high expectations, and uh, you know, last year, you know, obviously kind of fell a little flat on the, on those expectations here in Tampa, but this year everybody's already counting us out and you know i've always thrived you know i've always been an underdog obviously going to a division two school and you know we have a lot of a lot of those guys who who thrive in that underdog uh uh mentality and 
you know, I think, you know, I keep saying it, but I think we're going to, we're going to surprise some people on uh, how we come out and, and, and play this year and, you know, hopefully, you know, win, win a lot of games and uh, you know, everybody's counting us out and, you know, it's, that's all right. You know, keep counting us out because, you know, we're going to come out and, and hit you guys in the face and, and, you know, put, you know, win the game. So it's, 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 it's kind of a weird situation because, you know, everybody being an underdog and, and this and that it's, I like it. I actually like being, feeling that pressure of, of, of that. So, you know, I think it's going to be a good year for us. Yeah, I was uh, looking up the the predictions earlier. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but the over under for wins and for the Tampa Bay Bucks in Vegas right now is four. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I saw- do you guys follow stuff like that? And and do you do you look at it like is that a motivating factor in the locker room? I think you know for some guys it is. I you know I kind of look at that stuff and just kind of laugh like oh yeah, you know you guys are you know, you guys are all smart and, and geniuses and, and can predict the future and stuff like that. But for me, it's, it's not really all that motivation. Cause I, you know, we go in expecting, expecting to win and expecting to do great things. So, you know, having these people, you know, these ex so-called experts saying, you know, Oh, you guys are only going to win four games. It's like, all right, cool. But we're going to, we're going to prove you wrong type of type of deal. And uh, so it's, it's a, uh, I follow that stuff a little bit more out of the humor of it. Um, but yeah, some guys, you know, really take that, to take that to heart and take that personally. So, you know, whatever it takes to get guys motivated, that's, that's fine. If it's, you know, somebody saying we're going to be a, you know, a four and 12 team again, you know, if that motivates guys to play better, I'm all for it. Yeah. And look, um, cause you guys are sneaky tough. There's a lot of games that Tampa could have won last year that were super close. I'm a diehard yeah. Atlanta Falcons fan, so we play you guys, you know, twice a year. And I love how I say we, like, as if I play for the team. Um, that's what all of us fans do, obviously. But uh, every time we play Tampa, it's a tough out, man. It's a tough yeah. game every single time. Yeah, because we we're actually we we're actually looking at um, uh, stats from last year, uh, yesterday, and one of the, one of the biggest uh, uh, stats that popped out to me was last year they were three and seven and games that were decided by one score or less. And it, you know, it's one of those, you get an extra, you know, a lot of them were three, two, three point games, you know, you get an extra, you know, you get that extra field goal. You, you know, you don't turn the ball over you, you rush the ball for 15 more yards. It, it's crazy how things, when you look at it statistically, how those things can change the course of a game and a season, you know, you get 10 more yards in, in one drive and, you know, now you're kicking a field goal instead of punting from the, you know, you're kicking a field goal, field goal from the 35 instead of putting from the 45, and it's it's uh it's crazy how all those things add up over a course of a game and a season, and how that can affect the outcome of you know being a you know a four and twelve team and being a you know nine and nine and seven or a ten and ten and six team, you know five plays in a, in a game or even throughout the year and you know, now you're, you're talking about, you know, getting in the tournament and not going home in you know, the first week in January. Um, it's, it's amazing the, how close, you know, every, you know, everybody on, you know, everybody on, in the NFL is, you know, a, a star athlete, quote unquote. Sure. And, and the talent's all equal. It's, you know, the teams that can play as, you know, that who have been to the playoffs got years in a row. And, you know, teams that traditionally have struggled is, is not the talent. It's just the, the small execution, 
the small executing factors of a game where, you know, you don't have any missed assignments and, and stuff like that. Discipline football wins games. And I think that's uh, something that we're really, we're really uh, hounded this year. Yeah, and I look, I would look at that from a positive perspective of the fact that you guys had 10 games that were decided by one score shows that, I mean, literally that record could have swung either way and gotten you into the playoffs, especially last year, um, you know, had, had some of those games gone the right way. Um, I, I guess the biggest factor for me, like, I, and I looked up that running back, it's, it's Ronald Jones the second out of USC, um, yeah, yep. Rojo. Um, and, uh, like I, the thing with uh, rookie running backs is, you know, look, they have a lot of success coming into the league right away. So that, that could help, you know, Kareem hunt was big last year, but, uh, again, with a lot of those coming down to one scores and getting a, a player like you and shoring up that O line, I, I think Tampa Bay could be sneaky. Good. I'm, I'm taking, I'm definitely taking the over on that, uh, on you guys this year. Um, I just hope you take it easy on my Falcons. <laughs> I'll see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so let me ask you this, uh, now that you're in Tampa, do you, do you think this is your final home or no, um, uh, me and my wife are both from, uh, Colorado. Uh, we met in college and we actually, we own a home, uh, in mountains west of Denver on, on some acreage and, and stuff like that. So that's, uh, Colorado's home base for us. Um, but we, you know, we, we might keep a house down here, you know, a little, uh, winter vacation, snowbird action, uh, you know, when we get a little bit older or, you know, it's a nice vacation home down here. We, I love it here in Tampa. I can see living here, but uh, definitely Colorado is, uh, is more, home. The, more the home base. Yeah, sure. And how, how long do you hope to play for? I've talked to certain guys who are like, man, I, I'm good on this contract and I'm going to get out of here while I'm still healthy. There's others who are like, man, I love playing the game so much. I could go to 40. Yeah, definitely. And, and um, for me, it's, you know, it, it's kind of that health, health thing and, and quality of life and, you know, if I could play forever and, you know, have my body hold up forever, you know, that that's, you know, obviously a, a, a thing. And, you know, I'm on a four year deal here and at the, at the end of this year or at, at the end of that contract, I'll be going into year 10 and, you know, 10 years as an offensive lineman. That's, that's a, I mean, that's a long time considering the average is about two and a half oh, yeah. due to injuries and just, you know, the, the rollover of, um, uh, new guys coming in the league and getting cut and, and, and all that that we're kind of discussing earlier. Um, but you know, I could, it all, it all depends on how, how the, the old body feels after, uh, the contract and, and stuff like that. If, you know, like I was saying, if I could play forever, I would, but that's unrealistic in, in my position. Um, you know, coming in for me, it was like, you know, I just want to get invested, you know, as a rookie coming from a division two school, you know, I want to get my three and a half years and, get all my benefits and, and this and that and everything after that's gravy. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of how it's, you know, it's been, and you know, I, I got a, a lot of, a lot of gravy this year, but um, you know, it's, it's just one of those, one of those deals. I want to play until my body's like, all right, you know, I think it's, I think it's time type of deal. So uh, you know, if that's, you know, after, after this contract or if it's after, you know, two more contracts, it's all, you know, you know, it all comes down to that. Sure. How, how important is it to win a Super Bowl? I mean, that's, I mean, that's why we, that's what we do, you know, on top of, you know, a lot of guys come in the league and they just, they want to, you know, obviously support their family and they want to, you know, secure, you know, as, as the young kids are saying now, can secure the bag and, <laughs> and, uh, and all that, you know, that, yeah, that, that's very important, but, um, you know, we're competitors and 
I don't know anybody in the NFL who enjoys losing. And if they're in the NFL and enjoy losing, they probably shouldn't be. Um, so yeah, definitely get into a Super Bowl. That's, you know, that's, that's a, one of the number one goals for any, you know, you ask any 12 year old kid who wants, you know, wants to play in the NFL, what's their end goal? You know, they want to be a Super Bowl MVP or they want to win the Super Bowl. Like that's, that's the goal. That's, that's the dream. Um, so yeah, winning a Super Bowl is very important. And, and, uh, along with that, you know, teams that every year you see it, teams that go to the Super Bowl, the guys that are free agents, they always go out and, and get paid yeah. extremely, you know, uh, you know, to the extreme level. And, you know, that's, that's also, you know, if you're lucky enough to hit the Super Bowl in your contract year and you guys end up winning the Super Bowl and you're, you're a key contributor, you know, you're going to, you're going to secure that, that life changing uh, contract. So yeah, that, secure securing that, that bag. bag. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Flacco, you know, speaking of like uh, your former team, the Baltimore Ravens, I remember he won you know the Super Bowl and then, Man, that was a monster bag he got uh, right after yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. And you know that was a that was a big thing. Is you know he he was Super Bowl MVP and and all that, and he he uh, he did. He got he got very well compensated for it. So <laughs> he definitely uh, did. So, but no, yeah, it's uh, it, it's just crazy how that how that kind of goes hand in hand with uh, certain positions and certain players when you win a win a Super Bowl that you know you get you get compensated for it and you know, I'm all for it. In your honest opinion, how, how far do you think Tampa Bay is away from winning a Super Bowl? You know, I think, I think we're close. Um, we have so much young talent and, uh, that was one of the big reasons why I came down to Tampa, uh, looking at rosters, uh, you know, comparing rosters and, and young guys and, you know, young up and coming stars in the league. I feel like Tampa down here, we have a lot of young guys who are starting to come into their own and, because, you know, starting to become a true, a true pro, um, you know, cause a lot of, a lot of the young guys, it takes, you know, a year to, you know, two years to really become, you know, that, that, uh, you know, when you think of a professional athlete, you know, taking care of your body, doing little things, this and that, you know, it takes a couple of years to, uh, for some guys to get into that, that mode. And, uh, you know, just the, the young talent I saw on this team, you know, if they can, you know, if we can grow up together as a, as a team, uh, you know, we're going to be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you guys definitely have a, a lot of young talent. Um, you know, obviously a lot of it is, is riding on your quarterback. So that'll be, it'll be interesting to watch it from that standpoint this year of how well Jameis does. Cause there's, you know, there's been some rumors that if he doesn't do well this year, that he's out and Tampa Bay, you know, might be looking at drafting a quarterback next year. Um, so I, I'm, I'm obviously not asking you to speak on that, but uh, you know that's just the, the the general consensus in the media right now. Yeah, that's that's how it always that's how it it always rolls when uh, you know a team's not being successful as they think. You know, they always that you know that's the the narrative that always comes around. Oh, for sure. And by, by the way, that's in any profession, uh, Hollywood, and you know all that stuff. Uh, everybody exactly. wants to know how how well my next movie is going to do or book or anything. And I'm like, man, if I could predict that, I'd be the richest person on the planet. But I have no idea. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Last question. I'll let you get out of here. What's it like being a ginger in the NFL? Um, a lot of sunburns. <laughs> I would have to imagine, right? You're always outside. You're in training camp. There's no protection from the sun. I know. It's like it's down here. It's 95 degrees and the humidity's. you know, the, the real feels like 114. I'm out there in long sleeves and, and, you know, 
long, long tights so the sun stays off my skin so I don't blister up. But uh, <laughs> no, it's but but other than that, it's uh you know being a ginger is great. You know I'm just out there snatching people's souls and you know it's it's good. <laughs> I, I I like that a lot, but I I also as, as a ginger, I might have thought like if I were you, I might have thought about staying up north, like you know, staying in a northern team somewhere, like Minnesota in a dome or something. <laughs> right? Yeah, that you know that would have been uh, I'd have been more with uh, you know the Norwegian people up up north, but you know sometimes you gotta you gotta get out of your comfort zone and and go blister your skin and and have some fun in the sun. Yeah, look, lather up with that SP fifty and get after it this year. It, SP fifty. I mean, I'm I'm more the the hundred guy. Oh, you 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 a triple digit, triple digit, <laughs> triple that. digit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Um, I'm look. I'm you know I'm hitting you up for tickets week four in Atlanta. You know that, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely hit me up. How how good are your tickets, uh, player wise, when you go to visiting cities? Are they good? Or are we talking like uppers? Yeah, yeah. Usually, uh, upper 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 deck, last row. Uh, you're you're kidding. Post. No. Yeah. When, uh, when you go to an away game, it, yeah, you get the nosebleeds. Uh, it's kind of, it kind of sucks, but, uh, you know, home games here, we, we get nice tickets. We get club level seats and, okay. uh, and stuff like that. So, you know, if you want to just make the, you know, the five, six hour drive down South. Yeah. The you know, track you got, you got a couple tickets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I, I won't be hitting you up for tickets then in Atlanta. If, if we're in the nosebleed, there's no way like, cause I'm, if, if I'm going to a game, I'm, I want to be close enough to where I feel like I'm in it because of, of my, my sickness and fantasy football and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, awesome, man. Well, Hey, thanks again for your time today. Uh, we wish you the best and, uh, dude, you're just a, one of the, the most genuine down to earth guys, uh, I've met in the NFL and, uh, appreciate you being on drinking bros. Yeah, definitely appreciate it for having me. All right. Take care, man. Stay healthy right, and have a great season. Appreciate it. We'll talk at you later. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.